93.1 WLNG Sag Harbor.
Lunch on the Deck with Jessica Ambrose and Bill Evans is brought to you by Estia's Little Kitchen. And we are back, and I can't tell you how nice it is to both be in the studio. I want to thank you for filling in last week. Oh, you, we had fun. I, I listened, and it was a great show. You and Colin <laughs> did wonderful. Thank you. We had a really good time. Yeah. We really did. It's so much fun to do this with your other half, right? You've oh, done it with Sandra. Yes. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, we missed you, though. Well, that's very nice of you. And you had a good Thanksgiving. We did. Yeah. It was very quiet, very low-key. Really? We're I down thought in you South had the whole Florida. family. Well, we kept them quiet. Okay. That's... We put them in that's separate a f- rooms. That's a feat. Ours was quiet because it was just actually, you know, you know what? I'm just lying. It wasn't quiet. It when wasn't. you have five Ambroses in a house, oh, yeah. Uh-uh, yeah. it's not quiet. There's a lot of hair. But it, it was blissful. Yeah. It really was. It was quiet. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. You yeah. know, and uh, I think a lot of people had. I don't know what it was. It just it was time to be kind of no drama. No drama. You know. Thank you. Just want to take it easy. Yeah. It's too much going on in the world with all this, yeah. man. Speaking this, of drama. Yeah. Yeah. Guess who I just saw coming over here? Who? Tony Marr. Did you really? Yeah, he's not drama, but I just had a way of bringing his name up. <laughs> so um, yeah, I saw him, and he was so cute. He loves the show. He's very. He said he was going to listen today. So Tony. Shout out to really? you. Really? Good. And uh, he's so funny to listen to. I've been listening to him a lot. And man, his show is really good. Yeah. Yeah, he's just great. He's, he's doing great. great. At what he does. And he's so incredible. He's one of the funnier people I know on this planet. Well, we have a great family here we at do. the radio station. We do. I we was do. trying to explain that we don't have employees. No. You know, we have family members. Yeah. Some of them are funnier than others. Some of them are quirkier than others. But that's what makes a family. Exactly. Some of them lock the bathroom by mistake. <laughs> that Some was such them, an accident. So that's what I'm saying. All yeah. these things, these things happen. That's part of about having a well. Can I tell you how vibrant grateful? family? I, I was so grateful last week that I was only here for an hour. Having <laughs> no bathroom in the studio. Right. You know, it's kind of harder for a woman DJ. Right. Sure. So anyway. Oh, yeah. it, was, I was very grateful that I didn't well, have to stay for the whole four hours. We're we're here in a precarious spot. It is the beauty of being on the cove and having lunch on the deck, which we really can't have at lunch on the deck today because of the wind and the rain. But you know, it's oh, a, we're having lunch though. It's a septic Colin's system coming here, over. so the bathroom, if it doesn't yeah. like flood, <laughs> exactly. the toilet doesn't exactly. back up. Yeah. You yeah. lock the door. You're like the drama with the bathroom. Exactly, that know. was funny. But anyway, yeah. so we have a great show today. We do. Yeah. Yeah, this is kind of, you know, our show, let's just put it this way. It started because Bill and I wanted to do a show together. And no, we didn't. <laughs> okay. No, we, no, we didn't. You wanted me. It evolved into that. Okay. I wanted you to have a show. Yeah, and I didn't want to do it alone. Right. Because it's so much more fun to do I it with someone. I wanted to play golf in the afternoon. <laughs> exactly, and I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> no. Sorry. So, uh-uh. No, but... Yeah. Like you said, we, we wanted to have folks come. Just local yeah, folks. That's who right. We want to get to know them, not because they're famous, so to speak. No. But because they have interesting lives, let's say. And we have been blessed. I mean, we have had, wow. We've had some characters. We've and that's had, exactly what we wanted and, was personalities. Uh, I mean, such unbelievable guests. We have been just blessed that way. And yes. it's been happening for Three and a half years. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. But anyway, so our guest today is somebody I just never even thought we would get on the air because, I don't know, he just, 
I, don't, I never met him. Right. I didn't know him. I knew right. his sister. Anyway, our guest today Well, is, we had his wife on first. Yes, that's true. Yeah. And we had such a great time with yeah. her. We had Christina on first. Yes, and now we've got Chris Cuomo coming on today. Yep. And we're looking forward to it. He's got some great music. First song we can't even play. Nope. It's got a bunch of obscenities. <laughs> we're like, we're going to discuss that. Like, it's like, Chris, you live now out here. Exactly. Do you listen to the radio station? Because it's the only no, place you can find no. out. He, I'm sure he does. No, and, but it's the only place you can find out anything going on. So I know, he I, doesn't know anything going on No, out here. he does, but I just don't think, I just don't you know, think he listens. But anyway, I mean, it's going to be a really interesting show. He, he, I'm just excited to get to know him. Every time know? we've had somebody on that was on the show, yeah. they became a listener. Yes. Every time. No, no every, doubt. Every time. Weeks later, they call me up and go, hey, I was listening and I heard. Yes. And well, I don't think they realize. Yeah, I just don't think they realize what we actually do. And right. you know what? I think because of COVID, I think radio has come back in such a big way. Oh, yeah. I think radio is really connecting people who would right. otherwise be more isolated. Well, a lot of big things in radio have happened this past week to show you that the radio still has the power of connecting to an audience. Okay. Still, 79% of people listen to radio, AM, FM, in the car. Yeah. Okay? To find out information. Yeah. They 79%. So that means only 21% is listening to streaming. Okay? okay. That's first. Second, you've had these streaming services and car companies that have said and... Uh, started making cars and saying they're not going to put AM radios in there anymore. Okay? So today, a U.S., yes, yesterday, this week, several U.S. senators came out and said, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. You're not going to do that. Yeah. You're going to keep making cars and you're going to put AM, FM radios in there. They yeah. were going to take them out because the streaming companies were asking for you know, just just one. to have streaming music in the car. Exactly, and that's a monopoly. We don't like that. But where else, you know, yeah, that is that is a monopoly. Yeah. 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 So this week that was big. So that just shows you that, you know, when video came around and yeah. they said, well, that's the end of radio. And the internet comes around, they go, well, that's the end of radio. No, it will no, no, never no. be the end of the radio no. because they audience wants to hear a living human breathing person connect with And them. it's not that the satellite, I mean, like when you listen to Sirius, who we adore and we back and we are on. Yes. But we, but when you hear local radio from your local town, sure. you hear about things that you wouldn't normally hear about. And right. I love that. Well, I mean, when you guys have that, um, what's his name from Sag Harbor Press? Yeah. Gavin Manu. Yes, I love it. Yeah. When he comes on. And sure. then, you know, everybody gives a little local pizzazz. Of, of course. And a little information that you wouldn't normally well, get. Well, for instance, today, for instance, let's yeah. just say Chris is not listening to the radio station. But yet he, <laughs> show, you know what, we, but yet he shows up for the Christmas tree lighting that was canceled for today. All right, where else, where else are you going to hear about that? Yeah, that's true. Okay. Where else? So he's going to show up down there for the tree lighting. And okay. It's not Here's gonna what we're going to do. The secret word today. I'm just going to tell you, there's a secret word. Oh. And we're going to ask Chris if he heard the secret word. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. So it's peanut butter. Let's just say it's peanut butter. That's the secret word. Okay. So can everyone remember? We might have to write it down because I have no memory. Is that two words? All. Peanut butter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the secret. It's okay. It's fine. It's the, secret it's the phrase. phrase that pays. See, this is my gift <laughs> the to se- you, Bill. The secret phrase that go. pays is peanut yep. butter. No, 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 no. It's 13 minutes in and I've already given you a gift. Yep. Well, yep. hey, that's that, what I, it's I'm the holiday the season. Merry Christmas. Thank you. <laughs>
Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Santa, I would yeah. like a gift from Jessica early <laughs> in the season. You're like, please. December 3rd, I already got please. it. Please. Please give me a gift. All right. That was it. That's it. All right. I might give you one more before Christmas. Oh, I know you will. <laughs> give me one before this show's over. <laughs> Lunch on the deck. 92.1 WLNG with a little Bonnie race. Just in the nick of time. Remember, peanut butter.
everyone, this is Dan Bailey from Dan Bailey Tribe, and you're listening to Lunch on the Deck with Jessica Ambrose and Bill Evans, WLNG 92.1. Jessica and Bill with Lunch on the Deck, brought to you by Estia's Little Kitchen, Saturdays from 11 to 3 on up the rice in the church where a wedding has been lives in a dream waits at the window wearing the face that she keeps in a jar by the door who is it for all the lonely people where do they all come from all the lonely people where do they all belong Father Mackenzie, writing the words of a sermon that no one will hear. No one comes near, look at him working, donning his socks in the night when there's nobody there. What does he care, all the lonely people? Where do they all come from? Died in the church and was buried along with her name Nobody came, Father Mackenzie Wiping the dirt from his hands as he walks from the grave No one was saved, all the lonely people Where do they all come from? All the lonely people Where do they all belong? 92.1 WLNG. You've got lunch on the deck with Bill Evans, Jessica Ambrose, and we've got the soccer going on. Oh, yeah. Stick a fork in them. They're done. No, no, no. You can't say that yet. No, no. No, because it's not done. They could score two goals. Well. Even it up, and then it'd be. They're the 63rd minute, and the U.S. is losing to the Netherlands 2-0. What a bummer. Wouldn't that be so much fun if they won? It would be a lot of fun if yeah. they won. Yeah, yeah. But, round uh, 16, damn. Yeah, you're right. I mean, <laughs> they're, they're they in got the a lot of work round. to do. It's yeah. win or go home. Win or go home. They'll be on the plane tomorrow morning is my estimation. I think there are a lot of people who are going to really resent the fact that you're saying this right now. I'm just putting it out there. Well, they gave up a goal for the first nine minutes into the game. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean... Ne- Look, Netherlands is great. They, I think they're like 16-0 and 0 in World yeah, Cup. But there have been mean, a lot of surprises, haven't there? Know. I know. You know what? This goes to show, though. I mean, it's only once every four years, right? I believe that's correct. And I got to say, it is really fun having everybody rallying yeah. and watching it. And I, it's funny. I had a Zoom meeting uh, the other day. The day that they won... It was Thursday, and the Zoom meeting, it was funny. You could see so many people were coming in late because they were all watching the end of the game. Right. And the poor guy leading the meeting was like, you know what? We're just going to give it a few minutes because we know everybody's watching the end of the soccer match right Right. Now. And so it was kind of, it's fun to have this. I, I haven't missed a match. I've watched them all day. Have you really? 
every day. What? My favorite team, I have two favorite teams. Okay, what are they? Cameroon. Yeah. And Ghana. Seriously? Yeah. Well, Ghana would be good. Because of their fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. dress up in all the garb and they yeah. got the drums. Well, there's they... somebody in the audience today that's Where's Waldo? Did you notice that? <laughs> I saw that. He is literally, I'm like, yep, he wanted to be spotted in that crowd. Yes, he did. Oh my gosh, look who just walked in the door. The gentleman who is our sponsor. Oh my gosh, come here. Yes. Yes. The sponsor of wow. WLNG's like Lunch Claus. on the Deck. It's it like is. Santa Claus just walked in. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Hey, you how are you? Look like Did I just hear you say mismatched? You are not mismatched. What do, you, what do you mean? No, no, no. Did he say mismatch? He said you're mismatched. Oh, no. I think he's talking about soccer. <laughs> That's it, exactly. <laughs> you saw, you saw. I got it. Did you think he was... Mismatched. Wait, can you tell me what the secret phrase of the day is? I know. Well, that's not fair. I, I think it's working. milk pail. Okay? It's milk pail. I'm well, pretty how sure. How, how close are you two? How? <laughs> it's milk pail. Wow. Yeah, it's apples. That's kind of and, funny. And uh, apples and oranges. Milk. No, actually, actually. Milk okay, pail. Okay, I have okay. to take something. <laughs> I, I was chatting with a group of friends this morning, and I referenced a song that I heard Ed playing. I'll admit it. Okay. And... Uh, Oh, the Michael Jackson one? Well, you know what? It wasn't Michael Jackson. I know. That's okay. why I was laughing. I didn't hear. What was well, it? Well, you know, you've got an all-star cast here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they're There's all... a fellow named Tony Marr who knows more about 1970s. <laughs> oh, did Tony co- yeah. correct you? He, he just right. said, you know, Colin, no, no, that bad apple, that wasn't Michael Jackson. That was... Oh, no. That was Donnie the Osmonds. Osmond. Yeah. It was Donnie Osmond. It was the Osmond brothers. And I said, geez, do you think that I really um, embarrassed myself? He goes, no, Colin, everybody in that room was thinking about themselves. So don't worry about it. <laughs> You're so funny. I thought it was very funny what you well, said. Well, you know, how yeah. about that Tony Marr, though? God, yeah. Guy, well, it's yeah. so funny. We talked about it in the last break. That's how no. you, I can tell you, that's why he doesn't know the secret phrase. But Colin has an excuse because he's been working. Yeah. Colin you know, works, man. Colin Focusing works on very hard. Door. I was in there yesterday. Uh, we had some nice there. people in this morning. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we yeah. had fun. If you're feeling lonely out there, yeah. I'm going to suggest a visit to the counter. Yes. Join the counter culture. Yeah. Yeah. Because you yeah. know what? By the time you it's have so awesome. three bites yeah. of, of the burrito, you're going to know the guy sitting next well, to you. And you get brought bit. into a conversation. Sure. And yeah. then, you know, Juji comes and joins yeah. you. And yeah. then yeah. Colin's there and he tells a funny yeah. little thing. And yeah. next thing you know, you're talking about your family and your yeah. kids. And sure. you're like, hey, it's therapy. I was in there yesterday, <laughs> and I got a juji conversation going with Cesar. And then in the corner, there was some other people. And I was there for pickup, and I ended up staying almost an hour. Oh, I love that. <laughs> you just sat down at the bar, year, and it? we're talking. Yeah, you know, it's it, that time of year. It, it was great. We love yeah. the community. It was, it was and, good. Uh, and and we have um, these beautiful breakfast tamales today, which could have you staying a little longer. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nick and Chloe are in there having breakfast tamales. Really? Yeah. The, the newlyweds. The newlyweds. The fives. My, my home state of Mississippi has a tamale trail. Oh wow! And I took Sandra uh, down there. I had to speak at my college for their 150th. Uh, Wait, what's a tamale trail? It's a series of locations between Memphis and Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah. That sell and serve tamales. 
Colin. Because is that of, down the Mississippi River? Yes, it is. And Ooh. would these kind of places make like two pots of tamales, and when they're sold, they just turn the That's it. I mean, I some that. some places we stopped into, they oh, were like, we're boy. sorry, but we're out. Yeah. We once you can that. have a netto. What, what are they called? The orange sodas down there? That is called... Uh, a knee-high. Knee-high. Uh, Nes- Nesbitt is one. Yeah. Knee, uh, yeah. The, I knew a it was an N-word. Yeah. I knew it was. I just want to say, I'm firing on all pistons today. Yeah. Right. Well, so, except for peanut butter. But other than <laughs> well, that... You gotta watch I, said, I said the secret word today, because we want to see if Chris Cuomo's actually listening. He's not listening. And so he's not. He's watching the game. No. And, um, no, he's listening and watching the game. Okay. Chris, I know you've got okay. it all covered, so, baby. So, uh, Bill, I said, Bill, the secret word is peanut, peanat peanat butter. butter. And he goes... That's okay. That's two words. Yeah, but that's all right. That's like potato with an E. But I well, you still- can make it skippy. <laughs> okay. Well, Jeff Skippy's a you good know, word. You Jeff. Two, you, you two were destined to hook yeah. up. You yeah, know that, right? Seriously. <laughs> we are. You know what we are? We're peanut butter and jelly. Yes, you are. Yeah, we yes, are. We hooked you up are. three times, Bill. Yes. Stop. <laughs> well, there is evidence of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was tremendous. Oh, my God. Lightning, okay, fireworks, the whole nine yards. It, 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 boom. He told me a story about ribs. I know the whole yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. God. Tell him yeah. about the ribs All right. from the laundry, you know Jess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Colin, stick around. We'll be back. <laughs> Hello, Sag Harbor. This is Colin Ambrose from Estia's Little Kitchen on the Sag Harbor Bridgehampton Turnpike. Hot burritos are our ticket today. The breakfast burrito at Estia's Little Kitchen started us off in 1998. Two scrambled eggs and a wee sausage peppers, onions, cheese on a flour tortilla. Since 1998 we've sold over 200,000 hot burritos like the Rich Roll a vegan burrito with mixed vegetables, refritos and spinach. We've got the chili chicken burrito, the machismo burrito, the tomasitos burrito with grilled salmon, black beans sweet corn, rice and refritos Try the American Joe's burrito. No extra spice there. Roasted chicken sweet corn, black beans, Onions, peppers, and jack cheese. Give us a try for hot burritos to go. Call 631-725-1045 for a takeout order. We're open every day from 9 to 3, except Tuesday, and dinner on Friday and Saturday nights, 5 to 8. That's Estia's Little Kitchen on the Sag Harbor Bridgehampton Turnpike. You're listening to Jessica Ambrose and Bill Evans. It's Lunch on the Deck on 92.1 WLNG, Sag Harbor, New York.
WLNG, 
Carol King. Yeah. That's from 1972. So, uh, sweet seasons. It's a sweet season. It's the Christmas season. It is. I love Christmas. I do too. Love it. Yeah. Birthdays. We have two girls and myself. We're all Sagittarians. And uh, it's just... December is just a great month. What it can is. You say, right? Oh, it's good. You know, it, uh, as we head into the season, it's uh, going to be better weather tomorrow for these tree lightings and yeah, parades. Yeah, today's going to be a little brutal. Today it's windy and rainy right so now. So you stay in, you watch, you turn on the, first of all, USA just scored. They so scored. Right, we're two to one. They're two to one. I think they're doing it because they heard Bill's comments, but yeah. whatever. Well, you got to get them, get them fired up. Incite them. get them fired Come up. Come on. So there are a lot of Where's Waldo's. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so turn it on. You don't have to hear the vocal. It's You don't have to hear the announcer. Sorry, announcers. But you don't. Watch it. Turn on well, the they're show. They're really good. And we're going to Turn us on. You. We'll play the music. You can watch the soccer. All right. So you know what I'm going to do tonight? What are you going to do? Um, I'm going to continue to watch what has become my favorite show. What show is that? Slow Horses. Oh. We had the writer and producer on our show. His name's Graham Yost. We did. And Graham is one of the funnier people I know in this world. And he is such a clever writer. The first season, if you haven't seen Slow Horses, you got to see it. It is so well done. And the second season kicks off in the first episode. Um, Gary Oldman, uh-huh. who is just a character. Oh, yeah. He has lines. I'm going to rewatch it tonight because I know I missed some because I was laughing at the last line. Right. He doesn't intend, well, he does intend to be funny, but the way he lambasts oh, this, yeah. his, his staff yes. and. It is so cleverly written. Yeah. Oh, my God. If anybody, literally, if you haven't watched it, What's you it on? watch it. What's it on? What's it on? What's it on? Uh, what streaming service I'm is that? Thinking, I'm thinking it's either uh, Hulu. It's not on Netflix. It's got to be. No, it's Hulu. Is that? Uh, I think it's Hulu. Paramount Plus? No. Hulu? No, I think it's Hulu. Yeah. God, I'll look it up. But anyway, find it. All you do is talk into your little re- sure. phone thing. The remote. Remote. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I'm going to be doing tonight. That'll do it. Yeah. I can't wait because I just love it. I love any show. with. I mean, there's nothing funnier to, to me than that self-deprecating kind oh, of grenade. That is the best. Back and forth. I, I just Wonderful. absolutely yeah. thrive well, on it. Well, there's a good show, my on, family show on Netflix called Inside Man. Oh, I haven't heard is, that. Uh, is really good. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. You Inside gotta, Man. That has that kind of... Type oh, of humor also. Oh, I thank you. That's like a yeah. gift to be told. I yes. feel like I've watched everything that there is to watch. Um, no. Okay. I haven't. You have not. No, but I have not. There's, there's a bunch of good shows out there. Yeah, well, there really are. The Netherlands has just scored again. It's three to one now. Oh, come on. Come on. You know, I think that, first of all, the Netherlands, they're wearing orange. And their fans are wearing orange. They look like a bunch of candy corn. <laughs> If you ask me. (laughs) Wrong season. (laughs) Holiday greetings from Estia's Little Kitchen just outside of Sag Harbor on the Sag Harbor Bridgehampton Turnpike. We're going to be featuring price fix dinner specials on Friday and Saturday night from 5 to 6 p.m. Think mole duck tacos, salmon veracruzana, or grilled ribeye in chimichurri. That's $30 for a three-course price fix, including a salad and dessert. We'll also be featuring the Lobo Sangre Margarita, our holiday margarita, including pomegranate juice, Lobos Blanco tequila, triple second, freshly squeezed lime. 
On our regular menu, we're also featuring Mexican migas. Think breakfast nachos with two eggs, any style. Estia's Little Kitchen is just outside of town on the Sag Harbor Bridgehampton Turnpike. You can give us a call for takeout at 631-725-1045. This is a holiday Feliz Navidad from all of your friends at Estia's Little Kitchen. Come on down and celebrate the holidays with us. Hi, this is Mike Riley from Pure Prairie League, and you're listening to Bill and Jessica having lunch on the deck on WLNG. LNG, FM 92. Dark clouds are blowing in the wind. He's crossing your mind again. You've got that sad, sad Bye. 
date in 1927 the very first model a ford was sold for 385 dollars oh seriously yeah which these days is the going right for a tank of gas yeah seriously <laughs> exactly so i played that song actually uh you're listening to lunch on the deck and this is bill evans jessica ambrose and we played that song for colin ambrose you know why i don't know why oh i had the wrong song never mind <laughs> see i told you he we loves- didn't even make it through okay. the hour he loves Willie Nelson. Yeah. And I like On the Road Again, but the song that he does every time if we do karaoke, and uh-huh. it's not like we do karaoke a lot. Right. Okay, let's be honest. But he loves uh, Babies Don't Let Your... <laughs> mamas Don't Let Your... Mamas Don't Let Your Babies, babies Grow Up <laughs> Twice. Three times. We are... I am and Netherlands, today, and it's today. three to one. <laughs> Three nil, actually. <laughs> and I am truthfully feeling like I'm hitting like all pistons you, you, today. You, you, well, see, and then the wheels come off the Model A. Mamas, that's right. It wouldn't be babies. Don't let your mamas grow. <laughs> I mean, that just wouldn't make sense. Oh, could you hear Willie singing that? 
Residents. It's okay, Chris. You can come in. We've got the game on in the background. You're not going to miss any of the game. No, you're not. Yeah. Although you might want to. <laughs> Stop it. Don't say that. Netherlands is winning three to one over the USA. And how much time left? Well, three minutes. Okay. Uh, right, they're USA. in the 93rd minute. It's you know they played a 90 minutes and they got six minutes of uh, uh, injury time, okay. stoppage time. Come on, we got it. So we need to score two this. goals in two Let's and a half this. minutes. Come on. Anyway, all right, maybe not. We'll see. Okay. No, they're going to be on the Whisper Jet home. <laughs> <laughs> Headed back to the U.S. Exactly. Passing Santa. Right? Santa. We love you, you, U.S. team. Good try. Good try. Maybe next time, old <laughs> fellas. Hi, this is Gary Sapien, along with Bill Evans, inviting you to join us Monday for Gary and Bill in the morning. Gary and I hope you're having a great weekend. We're decorating Broadcast House for the holiday season. WLNG is your concert connection with details how you can win tickets to see Mariah Carey's Christmas show. Billy Joel at Madison Square Garden, Andrea Bocelli at the UBS Arena, and David Foster and Catherine McPhee at the Guard Arts Center. These lights are a tangled mess. Monday, you can win gifts from Theo at the Party Shop, Bob Grisnick at South Thrifty Drug, Canine Control, and from Brenda Sinclair at Quag Sinclair Fuel. Plus all the local news, sports, weather, local traffic with Joe Nolan, and the East End's best music. Oh, here's one more string. Wow, this one looks pretty worn out. Maybe we shouldn't use that one. Oh, I think it'll be fine. Uh-oh. Are we still on the air? It's Gary and Bill getting your morning going. WNG. Have you been looking for a full-service restaurant on the east end of Long Island that's accessible and has lots of parking? Give Estia's Little Kitchen a try. We're just outside Sag Harbor on the Turnpike, and we are open every day but Tuesday from 9 a.m. to 3, serving breakfast and lunch. Think blueberry pancakes and hot burritos, huevos rancheros and breakfast bowls. We've got a great Cobb salad. The Valencia salad with shrimp is a big hitter. And then for dinner, chiapino, paella, Tacos, margaritas. We've got Mexican beer. We've got local wine. That's Estia's Little Kitchen on the Sag Harbor Turnpike just outside of Sag Harbor. Give us a call for takeout at 631-725-1045. Hello, this is Julie Andrews. There is nothing I like more than a good cup of tea and listening to Jessica Ambrose and Bill Evans on Lunch on the Deck on 92.1 WL. NG. Oh, mother, say a prayer for me. Jesse's back in town. It won't be easy. Don't let him near me. Don't let him touch me. Don't let him please me. Jesse, I won't cut fresh flowers for you. No, Jesse. Jesse, I won't change.
from the deck at Broadcast House, it's Lunch on the Deck with Jessica Ambrose and Bill Evans. <laughs> you hear that? That is the sound of me firing on all pistons. Yes, you are. You started the show firing on all pistons, and man, have, <laughs> you're just like the American Can soccer team. <laughs> you have been firing on all pistons to a oh. three-to-one loss. All right, but the good thing is my mistakes make it more entertaining. Yes, they do. Right? Oh, when That's the wheel- what I'm here for, your comedic relief. When the wheels come off your wagon, <laughs> it is really <laughs> entertaining. Exactly. That was a train wreck. <laughs> this, funny. <laughs> Exactly. You are listening to Lunch on the Deck with Bill Evans, Jessica Ambrose. It's my favorite, favorite part of the show. It's our favorite train wreck. Yeah, it's our favorite train wreck ever. It is time to introduce our guest. Yes. He is from the depths and the wilds of Sag Harbor. We have waited centuries, centuries. He's lived in the city. He's lived in Albany. He's lived on the west side. He slept under bridges. He did? No. <laughs> I, just... I didn't know that. No, exactly. <laughs> we want to spread that? You know, I just make stuff up. You know he's here. Yeah, I know. Our guest is Chris Cuomo. Oh. Chris, welcome to Lunch on the Deck. Thank Yay you. Yay me. Yeah. Exactly. That's what we say. Normally, hey, normally we would have you outside on the deck out there on the back yeah. here. At, Aren't you uh, glad Cove, we didn't? But, uh, I have, uh, I'm no Bill, but I have stood in much rain in my yeah, life. Yeah, exactly. Well, Usually you know, I'm getting paid. We wouldn't. Doing that. Yeah, well, yeah, you get lunch here. That. There's none of that. Listen, here. the company yeah. is currency. This is. Well, well said. Oh, I got to write we, that down. Yeah, we should have had it. The company recording. is Things cur- like that we need oh. to record, Bill. Go. We could run this show on oh another my God. satellite channel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. How many satellite channels can we get bounced off in one day? Well, you yeah. know, hey, we're going for the record. We're doing Exactly. Exactly. Chris, thank you so much yeah, for man. coming. Thanks for you coming. You are, uh, you know, I've, I've always known you were in the area. Yep. I know your wife. We had her on the we show. Had her on. Christina. Yeah. But I have never met you until I met you in the restaurant the other day. So thank you. I like to exist more as an idea there than just go. a New York Post <laughs> exactly. item than uh, an actual person. Well, I don't know. You know to if some you haven't been on the New York Post just, page six, really? Yeah, to some who've been on it. I mean, Have you, you ever existed? Once they say you've been on it, you've made it. Exactly. That's how New Yorkers feel about it. I don't know, you think? No. And then once you've been to on some. it, you're like, I never want that to happen again. I well, can speak for myself can, on that. Yeah, well, that, you make a point there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we just like seeing you as Chris, the local guy. Yeah. yeah. That's me. We That's looked you. at your locals. We looked at your songs, and I, I like your song list. One of them, your first song, though, we can't play. One Did of them's you know filthy, but we can't play it. Really? Yeah. yeah. Which? It was the first one, Crawl. <laughs> it's Crawl by the Idols. Oh, because there are curses in it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. it's a family radio station. First of all, let me tell you something. The Idols <laughs> are... Nominally a punk band. Yeah. Um, Their video for that song is fantastic. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's very you know weird. But you know punk guys are weird. But I'll tell you what, there is a big flavor of uh, positivity and recovery, and they are brilliant musicians. Idols is um, yeah. not I D O. It's I D L E S. Yeah. And they, I just saw their show uh, King's Theater in Brooklyn. Uh, they are phenomenal. The messaging. Okay, yes, they curse. Okay. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to adulthood. Yeah. Um, yeah. The yeah. the messages well. in those songs. The message in Crawl is the reason it matters so much to me. It's so resonant. Is that when I uh, got fired and had all the drama and the paparazzi 
chasing me all over Sag Harbor. Shoot, I totally missed all um, that, but go ahead. I wish I had. Um, and I'll tell you what, locals uh, were so extraordinary from the marina to everywhere I go because mm-hmm. I'm very much a creature of habit. Um, they were so uh, solid mm-hmm. in yeah. getting rid of people who were following me around because they were worried that I would get into it with somebody. And, you know, I'm, I'm not the most mature person. But the, the idols, I love them because there's such positivity to their music. So yeah. it wasn't just that it's gratuitously vulgar. I no, wasn't going for No, 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 no. They no. just were. They just said a couple of words that we can't. But we, we also don't. might be able to no. find another song that but isn't I, usurped. I like, <laughs> I like the song, and but it just has these words in it. And, but, and they were using them for emphasis. And, it not, and the message, it didn't kill the message. Yeah. And the video looks like... Like a video that used to be on MTV years yeah, ago. Yeah, and that's what they were going for. It's almost yeah. like claymation. So, and the uh, the idea of the song, just simply, and we can talk about the theme if you want. You don't even have to play it. Is uh, look, whatever matters in your life is hard, and you know you're going to have to crawl. You're going to yeah. have to grind. Yeah, and you're going to have to take satisfaction in just the effort because outcomes you don't control very often. That's exactly it. It's like that theme we talked about it. We talk about it a lot on this show. It's not what happens to you. It's what you do with it and how you deal with it. Yeah, it's what happens afterward is the most important thing. It completely, I have to say. Unless what happens after is worse. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then there's that. But you have some say in that. You you, you can kind of control that a little bit. A little bit, exactly. But, you know, we always talk about that, that that's just a Jessica crawled here from Essie's with the lunch. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. That's why I look the way I do. (laughs) Exactly. Colin wouldn't let me drive. No, I'm kidding. But I like your music list because you... You put together a great song by the Killers, which I really like, and and I could tell by looking at your list, uh, these are these are songs about that are meaningful parts of your life. Yeah, I mean, look, anybody who loves music uh, and is affected by it, it's going to be hard yeah. uh, to to winnow it down, and and you'll always be upset because it's so episodic. Yeah. Uh, but I did try to go things uh, with a list for you guys that were at least thematically consistent of resilience. You know? I yeah. like that. Yeah. I like well, that. I love the Johnny Cash song that he picked. Yeah. Oh, now that's Nine Inch Nails, right? Uh, and he redid it, and I felt that it was so good, not just because Reznor was doing almost artificially breathy right. um, rendition. You know, of his own song, right? But Johnny Cash's pain. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. you hear Johnny in that. And really his painful. guilt about the people yeah. around him in his life, I thought made yeah. him own that song really. So yeah. we're not. We're gonna wait. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna wait. I want to first talk about the killers. So the first song that we're kicking off here with you is all these things that I've done. And uh, do you well, want to touch more? It's on a little that? early in your life to talk about all these things you've done. You're still quite a young man. Yeah, you really are. No, I like the song because it's very true. Um, the context of what he's singing about in the song is really, um, you know, it's about light stuff. But the, the theme in and of itself is how do you look at your own life? How do you look at your own actions? And the secret sauce is uh, the only thing that matters is what it matters to you. And yeah. that's, a, that's something that comes with time and age. Wow. Well said. Truly for me, it's the secret sauce that is in the Valencia salad from Estia's Little Kitchen. <laughs> well done. Well then, played. Then Don't try that. this at home. Yeah. We are highly trained luncheon yeah. professionals. <laughs> I have two holes on my belt that should be sponsored by Estia's. <laughs> That'll do it. Hey. This notch is hey. yours. I've been trying to get them to change the name of the Freddie Melt to the Billy Melt, but exactly. it hadn't worked that way. All right, let's kick it off with the killers. I love this. And uh, yeah, I love this. Mm. 
It's got a slow start to it here. I mean... Unless you're running the board and it has a no start to it. Yeah. Come on. If you want, I'll just start singing it. <laughs> That's I mean, a good it's idea. just like, what the heck? It, oh, there you go. There oh, you go. Right. Now you I got it. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I like it.
like Chris said, the drums on this are awesome. So good. He's yeah. a brilliant musician. Really, I love this band. I also just need to say for the record, that was Weather that did that book. No, that was called Pilot Error is what that's called. No, no, it wasn't. You guys were here. The you beginning saw of that song. Was... You saw it. That, I know. I was sorry that we missed the very beginning of it. Right. But that was a great song. Yeah, that is a great song. Exactly. Well, that's The Killers. Really good song. Um, so what am I hearing? I don't know. You're playing the song again. Are you playing what we play? In like another studio. Yeah, in another studio. Yeah. That's Brandon Flowers. Or is that me? It's your phone. Oh. <laughs> wow. It's, it's I'm, dealing with Cuomo the, iPhone Chris, I'm dealing with Chris, the both of you. Chris, so badly. No, he's no, so wanted. A good wanted. anchor wants to be tested, Bill. And you're doing awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God. I'm loving having him here. I've known him yeah, a long time. One, he knows I'm just going to play random songs while you speak. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> he's got his own show going on over there. Who likes Kiss? <laughs> <laughs> Killers. Oh, okay. Kiss starts with a K. Exactly. I'll take I'll take K's for one hundred, oh, Alex. That's a great oh question. God. I'm just going to answer it over my kids' tenth birthday video. <laughs> exactly. Wait, we have a question for you. Yeah. Yes. What was the phrase of the day? Oh, here we go, Chris. So, oh, you explain it because you okay. came up with this contest. Okay. You came up we with were, this idea. We were we were were you listening to the station earlier? No, because no. you were with a friend. No. And yes. Were, yeah. And then yeah. it was racing to the wrong place. And you yeah. Went to the into your husband. Wow. <laughs> yeah, see, Chris. I got a text from Colin. CC on his way. Yeah. He just came here instead. Yeah, I was it's politely like, told as I walked into like, uh, the yeah. little kitchen. Eagle, not the first Eagle has landed. Not the, not the first time I've walked into that place <laughs> and someone's looked at me and said, You know what? Be here. Uh oh. Uh oh. How much do you love the fact you have a nickname? Colin calls you CC. Wow. You got C. a nickname. Very inventive. What's that sound? <laughs> he's quick, he's sharp, yeah. and he's mine. He's, so, he's don't even. He's sharp. Shows what you He's know. quick, and right, he's mine. So we were joking around saying that we were going to tell you there was a secret word to see yes. if you had been listening. If you were listening to the show and you answered the secret word, we were going to give you Jessica's car. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> exactly. She got a nice one too out there. See that? I, I, so I, I hear bet his you is would nicer. rather have my car than her car. Your car, that Nova. Colin, oh, that's, that's that is cool. I didn't we drive talked it here. About you it. got a truck though. I like your truck. 2014 Raptor. Yeah, that's Seriously. a nice truck. Great truck. Ninety thousand. How many miles. cars do you have? Uh, I have three cars. Okay. I have one that I drive, which is the truck. Um, because, you know, three dogs. Yeah. I fish a ton. Right. I used to have a, a Bronco, um, yeah. a, a 93 Bronco. <laughs> but people, it was two-door. People don't like having to climb into the uncool. bank. Right. It, and no, no, it's a really super cool vehicle, but it was funky. Okay. It would be a little musky in there. Oh, okay. And even though I'm an Italian, you know, from Queens and I clean everything all the time, but it was a little musky. So I had to go to a pickup. <laughs> I didn't want to get a new one. And I got this uh, thing off eBay, and it's great. It's just overpowered. So I can't give it. Right. My son's driving now, and I Ooh. can't give it the, this stamp. But so I have this. I have the 67 Nova, which I did with a buddy of mine um, after I had COVID to okay. get my brain back. Okay. Because I was dealing with a real brain fog and processing sure. thing that was scaring me. Yeah. And uh, a couple of the specialists said, hey, you know, 
why don't you do something that's trade related that you know that will kind of tap back into that oh, wiring? Interesting. So it's what's called a resto mod. It's a '67 Nova that sits on a 2005 uh, Camaro or LS um, drivetrain. Okay. So th- that's a cool car. And then I have a '69 Firebird that I've had for 25 years. Christina and I got engaged in it. Oh, cool. So that uh, thing doesn't matter what I, I can't sell it. Right. You got it. No, you can't sell that. How long have you been married? 21 years. Salute. Yeah. Yes. How many kids? Three. How old? 19, 16, 12. All right, so you got a college kid. Bella's in college, the big shot. Mario is a junior in high school. And at Cha-Cha, Pearson. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. She, and Cha-Cha's at middle school in Pearson. How uh, stoked was uh, Mario Sr. that you named Mario after him? Well, anyone who knew Pop would know he immediately said... Don't do that. Don't <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that to him. There are fourteen grandkids yeah. in the right, family. Right. There is one boy. Um, so wow. his name was going to be Mario. You're like the Mara the Mara family. Um, one right. So boy. he is. Um, so once we did it, once Christina uh, told him, yeah. you know, Pop, we're naming him after you, whether you like it or not. Uh, he was moved by yeah. it. And it's meaningful to Mario, too. And I think he gets all the upside and none of the downside. You know, being the son of Mario, yeah. you know, sure. uh, there's there's some uh, plus minus on that. But being his grandkid, um, it's uh, an interesting thing. And Mario loves his name. Yeah. I, I, I know you, you're in your family. Mario is so beloved. I used to sit in the makeup chair next to your dad at ABC, for some reason, it would always happen that he would be there to tape a show and I would be doing the evening news right after he would tape a show. So I would talk with him for a whole hour in the makeup chair. And it was just wonderful to hear him talk because he was a very good debater. Mm-hmm. You know, I had talked to him right after he'd written his book. And uh, he had written a book about, you know, society and money and uh, capitalism. And, and so I said, how do you think all that's going to work? And, I mean, he would just explain everything in great detail as a, a great debater. He signed a baseball for me. Oh, did he? He did. Uh, you know, he, your, your dad uh, was drafted by the Yankees. Dra- drafted by the Pirates. Uh, he was a minor league ball player. Now, the reason you're saying Yankees is because his most famous baseball story is he became friendly with Mickey Mantle. Uh-huh. And Mickey used to joke that the worst decision in baseball history was the Pirates giving my father a bigger signing bonus than the Yankees gave him uh-huh. the next year. <laughs> That's- that is great. <laughs> And That's my father great. absolutely agreed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was sitting in a chair and somebody came down and brought a baseball and said, and he said, let me sign this baseball for you. I mean, your dad was a lot of fun that way. He, he, was a, he was a good joker that way. How many of our parents, I would love to have my parents back in these days and be able to hear just a few of their, you know, oh. what would they say well, today? I don't know. You know, what, I don't know What either. would Mario say? Well, it's interesting. You know, a uh, couple of nights ago on the show that I'm doing at News Nation now, I was talking about a couple of concepts uh, that are universal in faith and really just in ethical humanism that were pops that he talked about all the time. And I almost, like, lost it for a second, yeah. which is kind of like this new me that, like, you know, when you go through something kind of mildly traumatic, you know, you kind of, like, figure out what part of yourself you're going to be most often. And I never get... You know, I've been doing this a long time. You know, guys like me, Bill, you know, you you just get so conditioned to uh, peaks and valleys and emotion that you just know how to regulate yourself. But I got really upset because uh, I really wish it had been Pop talking to us about how 
this BS with uh, Kanye and this anti-Semitism. That yeah. it's such a great opportunity for us not to try to like um, smother or censor or what we call deplatform these days, but to blow it up and expose it and oppose it and use it as an opportunity to say, you know, there are a lot of people um, who believe a lot better than this. Yeah, this is yeah. a minority opinion that we're magnifying. Sure. And that, that was Pop's message. That would have been great. That said, I am not upset that my father wasn't around to live through all the stuff yeah. um, that my brother and my family went through. Right. Um, because I think that he wouldn't have understood the dynamic. Yeah. It wouldn't have made sense to him because he was such a law guy. Yeah. And his ideas about like due process sure. and sufficiency of allegations and stuff. So I think that would have been hard for him. Um, I think that watching the Democratic Party, uh, you know, Cuomo's are Democrats. My, my father's a Democrat. My brother's a Democrat. Uh, I think all three of my sisters would identify that way. Yeah. My mom's probably depending on the night. And I have never had any use <laughs> for any party because when you grow up in it, you really yeah. kind of see through right. the, this balance of uh, principles and you just see the pragmatism of, of what happens within the party. But I don't, he wouldn't recognize the party today. Yeah, yeah. no, it's um, not. And, uh, but I feel like that, you know, I was talking to Chris Sununu, the governor of New Hampshire. Yeah. His dad is John Sununu, right. um, who we you know should all remember, not just governor of New Hampshire, but chief of staff for George H.W. Bush. And he wouldn't recognize this party either. No. Yeah, like yeah. The, my in-laws are traditional conservatives. Right. Okay. Um, love them to death. Great, smart, caring. They're character people. Yeah. Right. They're those Republicans. Sure. You know, where they're like, well, guy's a bad guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, this woman is uh, not what I want to represent me. Right. And I don't care that it's my team. They never right. thought of it that right. way. Yeah. Now, it's they're true. From, they're, you grew up in Queens for a, a yeah. short part. Before, until the, until you, I was a teenager. Uh, until, yeah, until your dad became governor and then yeah. you, you moved to Albany. Yeah, they put me in military school. One of the, they, they did. One of the funniest stories I've ever heard you tell. On the overnight news, you may not remember this, but I want to tell you something. I laughed out loud before we came on the air at you because it was so funny. You're talking about playing high school football. That was funny. I was the only kid who didn't want their name on their jersey. <laughs> you know, it's like such a proud moment. To I hear there. you. Like, this is going to be bad. It's yeah. like, you know, they're waiting for him, right? Yeah. Scores a touchdown, looks into the TV camera and goes, hi, Bob. You know, and it's got Cuomo <laughs> on the back of the jersey. Luckily for me, I was uh, not good enough to really ever be worth targeting in any sport. I don't know. But dude, you're a was, big dude, though. But it was definitely happening. Um, <laughs> it was definitely happening. That was Albany High School football. <laughs> Albany Al Albany High School football was, was really good, which is why I'm glad yeah. I, I wasn't good enough to merit any attention. Yeah. But, you know, look, everybody who goes into public service, you know, or even your family, you know, sure. when, you, when you have the level of visibility that you've had and, you know, you can tell yourself whatever you want, that it's just about me. This is my gig. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, no. your kids, as, as the good athletes that you have in your own family, and, you know, they got to live in your shadow a little bit. And, and you got to own that. And my father struggled with it, frankly. Mm -hmm. um, and I struggle with it, too, because uh, it makes it harder on my kids. Now, your son's going to Cornell? 
My daughter goes to Cornell. Your daughter Cornell. goes to Cornell. Um, Christina's alma mater. Yeah. And My daughter went, went, just graduated from there. Congratulations, brother. It's okay. <laughs> and uh, my son will see what he's going to no. do. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations, so, though. That's, that's a big achievement. You know, I, I remember Christine being on the show saying that she had went to Cornell. And this next song seems so appropriate. Killing, killing in the Name. Oh. oh. Yeah. That's a good transition, hey, I wonder, right? Are you going to be able to play this one? Yeah. yeah. yeah it says all, we it, can. It doesn't have any... Uh, Are you sure there's no it, word in there? It, I mean, you guys... Know. No, it's okay. Well, you know what? We're going to go with it. We, okay? have a, we have a filter on here, and if it we has a, a bad word... Uh, yeah. The filter's yeah. my finger. We right filter here. just Jessica's exactly. microphone also, because <laughs> she talks filthy half the time. <laughs> can't, can't help it. Sailor. There you go. Sailor that I am. Um, rage Against Power Machines. This is killing in the name. It's rage Talk Against the me. Machine, which I've always wondered, Chris, can you answer this? Because you love this group. What machine are they raging against? The man. The man. The man. The systems that we put in place that abuse the power that we give them. The man. And these guys are angry in the best sense of the word. Um, And it's a rebel song. Here we go. All right. So this is something nice and light on a Saturday. Lunch on the deck. 92.1 WLNG.
told ya. Now you do what they 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 told ya. WLNG, you've got lunch on the deck. What do I know? And here's the deal. Yeah. All right, so that is Killing in the Name. Yeah. It's written by and originally done by Rage, Rage Against, against Power Machine. Machines. Yeah. What but is you know what? with the power machines? But Bill, yeah. Are there any machines that aren't power? <laughs> it's it's Rage Against just, the Machine. I wanted you to know, Bill, right. I could pick up on a little bit that I knew it wasn't right. so full well, of it. I had Rage, no R-A-T-M, Rage Against the Machine. But um, our guest, Chris, yeah. can clarify yeah. that that wasn't, and he knew it because the guitarist isn't as fast. Ah. So I hear. Well, I can tell you this next song. Yeah. Everybody loves the Imagine Dragons. Oh, it's a great song. It is. Now, Talk do, to you, do you work out to that song? Oh, yeah. And I got to tell you, at my age, I need all the motivation that I can get. And also, I love uh, men and women that uh, sing from a place of passion. Yeah. You know, and I just, I, it's such a big motivator for me uh, in music. And, you know, when I was looking at the list afterwards, I was like, oh, man, this is a little bit of a uh, Rorschach test. You know, like, these are all like, negative references. But really, I don't think any of those songs that are on the list are, ap- are actually negative songs no. or negatively intended. But sometimes they do reference yeah. uh, people coming from a bad place and sure. how they deal with it, which is, you know, look, I mean, that's that's the most important. Well, thing. I have some very important in-depth questions I gotta what got to ask. So, oh, when yeah. you're, so when you're working out, how much can you bench press? <laughs> I uh, don't play with the bar oh very God, much, I'm... but I think, you know, the, the measure that always matters to guys is like, you know, can you bench uh, 300 pounds? I've always been... Um, very strong because I've been lifting weights. Yeah. You know, it's not, I I tell my son now, but I don't bench press. Like last night, uh, my son, I want to work out with him. Yeah. Okay. And he does this traditional push pull thing. I don't, I work out full body all the time because I'm just about conditioning. Right. And so last night I was playing around um, with the machine. The machine uh, goes up to like 320 pounds. It's not a real 320 pounds. And it's probably about 260 pounds. Right. You know what I mean? Of, of like real weight. Right. And uh, I, I put that stack on last night after I had done a few sets and I was warmed up because, you know, I'll, you get hurt. You know, the reason oh. I don't play with weight is you get hurt. And I moved it. 
I moved it. I was able to do it a couple of times. Right. And I felt good about that. I also think that as What did your son say? Uh, he's not impressed by anything. All no. he sees when he looks at me I, is I am so glad you said that ball be, of fat. because my son is your size and he he was the rugby captain at American University. And so he calls me up one day and he says, I need your help. I need some new clothes. I go, you just, you, well, why? What's going on? He goes, my thighs are 36 inches, but my waist is 32. And that was from doing all the lifting and That's the weight. That's a good problem to have. That's a nice problem to have, right? So he would lift three hours and then go to rugby practice two and a half hours, five days a week. Yikes. And then play rugby on Saturday and Sunday. And they're playing against Maryland and they're playing against Columbia and they, they play against uh, Virginia. And so he, he got a huge, huge. So I, I'm like, I want to work out with you. I want to work out with you. <laughs> Bad idea. Yeah. He's throwing weight say. around like it's a feather. Yeah, you deserve them. You, you yeah. belong in and, my And, and so he's walk. giving me the, hey, old man, take these 15s and go over in a quarter. Yeah, I'll tell you what, here's our salvation, okay? Because we can't play that game anymore. No. And we don't want to play that game. He's going to get hurt. I literally don't have the testosterone in my body necessary <laughs> to sustain the muscle growth. There's that a my, lot in this room son though, I'll tell you. Oh. <laughs> it's all attitude. Though. My mind these days, it's all Valencia salad dressing. <laughs> that's, that's what I got. On a good day. Yeah. Um, so what I say to my son is, look, he's almost um, taller than I am. And I say, God bless. I can't wait for you to be taller than I am uh, because that's great, you know, as a father. And he's better than I am in so many ways already. And that's that's great. I say to him, but, but I know what you're thinking. You are mistaking the size of your body and your ability to push and pull things right. for the ability to stave off the hellacious beating that I would deal you <laughs> with all kinds of techniques. Because all I do is train self-defense. I've been doing it for 20 years, and that's all I know. Yeah. I don't know how to move things around, but nobody needs to be as strong as you are, young lady, to yeah. completely dispatch somebody in a matter of seconds. And yeah. I say to him, you're going to one day, yeah. I'm going to say something that you're not going to like, yeah. or I'm going to deny you something that yeah. you think you deserve, <laughs> exactly. and you are going to decide that it is a moment of truth mm -hmm. for you. Here it comes. And you're going to look at me. And you're going to say, oh, yeah, well, it's going to happen anyway. And I'm going to say, hmm, so today is that day. And we're going to go somewhere. And I'm going to be ready. Outside of the view of your mother. I said, I'm going to tell you in That's advance yeah. of what's going to happen. Well, my wife would gladly beat me to death with a frying pan if I spoke to our kids the wrong way. Let yeah. alone, yeah. Yeah. she loves her kids. Right. So... Um, and as we walk out to where we're going, you will go first. And the moment that you walk in front of me anywhere, I'm going to knock you unconscious. Because that <laughs> See? is what Man. fighting is. That's, that's what said, So you ouch. keep lifting weights, pal. See? Help so you get up off keep lifting weights. You know, poor <laughs> Colin. He's in this house filled with girls. You know, See, I just, Colin is so, you know, in yeah. a different... Yeah. Girls have to be able to defend themselves also. Sure. Yeah. Nothing that sends a nice message. My son says to me... We have like words. Well, they have words. And my son used his. He said, how does it feel that your son is so much taller than you? And so, me, I can't combat that other than to say, so son, how does it feel not to get any more money? <laughs> I know, that's right. That's, yeah. He's not <laughs> taller than you when you stand on your wallet. Uh, yeah, that's right. So he <laughs> understands the financial aspects of running your mouth. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, uh, radioactive. Imagine dragons. That's yeah. going to be next. This is we a great song. We play this. We play this a lot. It's a we great song to work this. out to. All right, we're good. We don't want you know. You already spoke about it. He's we're the good. guest. Well, I'll tell you what the best thing is about this song. Yeah. If you look at the lyrics, 
Doesn't make a heck of a lot of sense, the song. But I it sounds great. Exactly. Sounds great. Something we all have in common, or at least I do. 921 WLNG, you're listening to Lunch on the Deck. G.E. Smith here, and you're listening to WLNG, Lunch on the Deck, with Jessica Ambrose and Bill Evans.
921 WLNG, but lunch on the deck. We've got Bill Evans, Jessica Ambrose, and our guest, Chris Cuomo. Chris Cuomo. Or better known as CC. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. CC. CC Rad. That Colin, he really comes up with those nicknames, you know? <laughs> Colin is on a last name basis with Cher and Madonna. <laughs> So oh, come know. on. How long did it take for you to think that one up? Well, you know, he's, he's got names for everybody. He's really good that way, though. My, my grandfather was that way. He was was, he? My grandfather was a pastor, so everybody who would come into the church, uh, he had a name for him. Yeah. You know, and he would know, he would, every Sunday, they would always, you know, families would always sit in the same area of the church. And exactly. The pews and the same. But he would look out from the, the pulpit and he would see those people and he would go like, oh, that's a man, a man who walks fast in yeah. the church. Well, and he might not know exactly. He doesn't know the names, but we can be at an airport in an international airport so far from home and he'll look over and be like, guy, A's pop every time. You know, like he knows exactly <laughs> he knows the what they eat. He knows what like, they eat, yeah. I mean, we have been in the most bizarre places where people come up and go, Colin? Yeah. Are you Colin Ambrose? Yeah. You know, exactly. Yeah. And I was here. I grew up here. And now they're all like, oh, you're Colin's wife. I'm like, eh. Oh. <laughs> You get you you get that all the time. I mean, you, you probably wife? have some really yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Probably don't you hate? Probably it? get some of those stories all the time. I'll, I'll I'll never forget. I was in Central Park and a guy, a husband and wife, they're walking up right there where the Fred Laveau statue used to be at Tavern on the Green. Yeah. And so I was about to start jogging and they look they're looking at you. They're going, hey, you know they got the look right. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, well, hi, how are you? And they go. Oh, it's you, isn't it? I went, yeah. They hand me their camera and they go, Stormfield, take our picture. (laughs) The the double whammy. Exactly. (laughs) Wrong guy and don't want you in. It's like, okay. The double whammy. Loved exactly. Well, your it. wife has become quite the celebrity yeah. in these parts. Yeah, she's a big shot. She's um, a big. Su- I love her magazine, <laughs> much, much to her chagrin. I, Colin didn't know that it was her magazine. Oh, this is a good story. Yeah, so they like threw out my, my wife's magazine. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's. Okay. So I'm like oh, going. You... I'm going to eat. They're bad enough. They don't advertise. Now, but now I like go we... there to eat. And she's like, wait, what? The place where they threw out the magazines, <laughs> and then I was like, "Wait, what?" No, they but she knows. Now, what really happened? Now that we've gone there, oh my God, Colin makes me laugh too because so, there's there is not there is just first of all not a mean cell in that man's body. No, he no, is, I'm sure he felt good about it when he took all the <laughs> hard work and this is good. trashed. Oh, it. this he is no good. No idea. He goes up to the hostess stand, and there's a bunch of magazines so, right, bundled. So, so for those of you just joining this story in progress, yeah. <laughs> Christine dropped off her magazine, a stack of them, at yeah. Estia's little kitchen. And at then the, went inside at, to at, eat. At the front of the restaurant, right, set right. them down, and then went into the restaurant But to they eat. were still all tied up. Yeah. Yeah. And Colin came to the hostess stand where he's trying to see, you know, 300 hangry people. Right. And uh, he saw this on top of his bed, and he picked it up, and he started to throw it out because... Uh-huh. It was in the way. Ah. You know? Yeah. And Christine saw that. Yeah. I have an answer for that. <laughs> I got an answer for you. Okay. I'm listening. Here's yeah. what we do. I'll, I'll Chris have, is like, I can't believe I came I'll, and did this show. I think maybe Colin should drop off about 300 menus on your front doorstep. <laughs> Exactly. He may. I just hope he runs fast. 
<laughs> faster than the rock salt, the rock salt coming out of my Remington. And, and you could come out and go, hmm, I wonder what these 300 you know menus what? are doing. It is dressing. actually funny, though, because when I actually was introduced to Chris, it was through Colin, and Colin goes, Chris, meet my wife. And he goes, so you're married to the guy who threw out my voice magazine. <laughs> it's, it's actually become kind of funny. She's a big fan uh, because, first of all, uh, you guys and your place is part of the culture here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's packed for the right reasons. And the food's great. And the vibe is great. Uh, and I think that's also the key to Christina's success. You know, she's one of the few somebodies who's got cachet only because of herself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, people know me because I'm on TV. You know what I mean? Like sure. it's, it's about what I do. For her, it's about just how she is. Yeah. And that's what makes Purist um, such a great thing. And it's been interesting to see how it's shaped our family. You know, my family life is about Christina's business. Yeah. I am not the draw. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, unless somebody's angry. And yeah. then, then I'm absolutely the focus. <laughs> You're like, bring but, it. You know, okay. you know uh-huh. politics, because, you know, politics is, you know, mostly yeah. animals oh, yeah. these days, unless you're talking to regular people. And, you know, if, you know, what we do and what we think about, you know, like Christina's got an event tomorrow because she's doing positive things. Yes. Right. You know, about wellness and what that means in terms of all the choices you make in your life, not just food and drink and stuff. Yeah. So, you know, she's kind of like the hub of the family. Yeah, I love so that. So when your husband threw her stuff in the garbage, <laughs> oh. you have to understand how, how painful that was to my children who oh. cried. Oh, oh, now there, there you go. There you go. I knew. But you know what? I have to say, on that top, it's, it's one of the things I love about this show, too, because it's not about... I think there's so many people that think we live out here and we have this, like, glitzy kind of glamour kind of... Hampton's life that everyone thinks we have. And honestly, for most of us, what we love here is the purest kind of attitude and the Collins that do it because they're so passionate. Mm -hmm. I mean, Colin, every single thing that goes on that plate and you can tell it's all created from his heart. And that's the good part of East Hampton. She can just drop 300 magazines off in front of the radio station. Yeah, we'll take them. You guys are dead to her. (laughs) Not me. I had nothing to do with that. No, she's a big fan. She loved coming here. Yeah, we had a really good time. WLN G loves that magazine. <laughs> and I actually, I actually asked her if we could uh, we would do some stuff together with that. She so. loves WLNG. She loves Bill. Uh, and she believes in why you wanted to become part of the community. Yeah. Um, so it's all good. And we are very happy to call this place home. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of which, now we're going to go to Living for the City, which oh, none of us do. This oh, is a great anyone. song. This song, but it's a great means song. as much today. Stevie Wonder is uh, one of the biggest cultural shapers in American history. Yeah. And he doesn't get enough credit, although he's obviously a superstar. But this song, if you listen to this song, it could absolutely drop today and be just as resonant of what we're struggling with. Oh, no absolutely. Doubt. All right, so give it a listen. Yes. 92.1 WLNG. You've got lunch on the deck with a little Stevie Wonder. I can equate to this because I was born in Mississippi. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a boy's born in hot
92.1 WLNG. You've got lunch on the deck with Chris Cuomo. And uh, that was interesting. You said you'd never interviewed Stevie Wonder. No. And I really would uh, love to uh, because of just how much he matters in terms of just his lyrics. You know, yeah. obviously brilliant voice, brilliant oh, yeah. pianist, yeah. incredible performer. But the lyrics of uh, pain and love and what is love and how it manifests. I just think the guy's a genius. He yeah. yeah, he is. The Barbara Walters interview, did you ever see yes. that? That Was that fantastic yeah. or I mean, what? Look, you know, Barbara Walters uh, will be remembered not just as a pioneer for women, which she absolutely was. I mean, you know oh. the story very well, Bill. Sure. Um, you know, it's hard for a lot of people today to, to remember how hard it was uh, for a, a woman, uh, not only one who was seen as imperfect from a, a, a telegenic standpoint, you know, right. just her speech alone. Right. But she learned how to connect and bring in the big interview, yeah. celebrity culture interview. She was... Oprah way before Oprah even thought yeah. about being yeah. Oprah. Yeah. yeah. And uh, tremendous. And it was really a gift for me to be at ABC News all those years with these giants. You know, people say, oh, well, Jennings, you know, couple. Yes, but uh, I don't value news people the way I do just people who are straight communicators and mm -hmm. connectors. Yeah. Right. So to me, um, yes, Jennings may rest in peace. Yes, Koppel, of course. Uh, Diane Sawyer, best storyteller I've ever been around in my life. Yeah. yeah. Um, Barbara Walters, uh, the ability to make a celebrity coming. Um, you know, amazing. Yeah. I, I would marvel at it, especially because when you do the same thing, um, and you realize you do not do what these people do. You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. wow, this is this is the way it's supposed to be done. Yeah, yeah, you're like, there's um, the yeah. magic so, but, sauce. But she will be amazing. And I remember her Stevie Wonder interview very, very well. Yeah. And I would love to sit with them just to kind of get a sense, uh, to let people understand why he was able to connect with these words yeah. and thoughts. Like, where'd that come from? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This what show that you're your... doing now, I was going to, I was following in that same yeah. vein. You're going to be able to do an interview format like that with some of these celebrities you'd like to talk to? I, I'll tell you what, it's really interesting uh, how life works. I've never had the control and freedom that I do right now. Uh, not just because, you know, my podcast, I own it. And I was talking to somebody the other day after the interview. Uh, he said, oh, you know, this part I said about this, you know, in truth, people are not going to understand that. It's not going to it's not going to go over well. I was like, right. it's out. And he's like, all right, well, no, if you want to think about it. I said, yeah, I just did. Uh, <laughs> it's out because you're, yeah, you're, yeah, you're you not wrong and, and uh, I own it. Yeah. And I'm not in the business of confusion. Yeah. <laughs> so something that can be misinterpreted, uh, that's not fair. That's not fairness. And at News Nation, yeah. um, what they want is to be different and to be different in a positive way. And then they let you figure it out. And if it works well, you'll keep getting paid. Nice. And if it doesn't, you're going to have to hang a shingle, you know, and, and, and figure it out. Right. And I like that challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like to be able to uh, put, be put in a position to succeed or fail. How many days are you on News Nation? Every night, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern. All right, going back, favorite interview. Now, um, people will often say, oh, I, I, I could never I, I could never answer that. There are too many, and they mean different things, and it's always the next one that will matter the most. But here's my right. answer. I interviewed this kid who is now gone, whose name was Matthew Joseph Thaddeus Stepanek. 
and Maddie Stepanek, he was known as. And coming out of 9-11, yeah. I was called by somebody I knew, and she said, we have a kid down here who's dying of a rare disease. And he is, I forget what he was at the time, 9, 10, 11. Right. And he is a poet, and there is something different about this kid. Now, anybody who has the hardship of understanding what it's like for young people to be sick, they do become highly precocious <laughs> because they're dealing with such adult things and they're around adults all the time. Right. This kid was that plus. He's the only person I've ever spoken to in my life that made me very open to the suggestion that we are not all the same. Mm -hmm. Wow. This kid had a wisdom and a depth and a beauty to him that did not make sense to me. And then I met his mother, Jenny Stepanek, who is still with us. And the, the short story, if you Google the kid, you'll be like, oh, I remember him. Oprah loved Maddie Stepanek in the wheelchair, yeah. uh, glasses, yeah. looked like a Harry Potter figure. Yeah. Right. Um, Larry King loved him. Uh, now they're both probably together, um, talking a lot in heaven. And that kid scrambled my eggs in terms of making me, un uh, making me question um, where is this kid getting this from? Yeah. Why is his poetry so beautiful? Oh, it's his mom writing it. No, it isn't. I know Jenny Stepanek. I know how she writes. I've watched the kid compose. It, that's not true. That's a lie. Yeah. Um, but it, without question, I've interviewed him many times, and he was also a big lesson for me because in my business, you have to be very careful about how close you get to your subject, not because of fairness, that's, that's not what it is. You can care about somebody or something and still be fair. Right? Yeah. But uh, I love this kid. And I love his mom. And I loved what they were about. And when he passed, it really, um, really beat me up, you know. And I had to learn a lesson from that, that, you know, you got to let people go. And yeah. you, you have to remember who they are in your life. But that is without question the most uh, impactful interview to me personally. Wow, that, I'm going to go that, back that, and listen to that. Yeah, that I remember, is very I remember cool. All He's that. the only poet yeah. in American history to have consecutive bestsellers on the New York Times bestseller list. Seriously? Yeah, he had something called heart songs that he wrote. So we're coming out of 9-11. Yeah. Everybody is desperate for a reason yeah. to believe in virtue yeah. again. And he starts talking about how you got to learn how to play after every song, uh, after every storm. And that you have to listen to your heart. And that you, you, he called himself a humble peacemaker who played. Um, and uh, President Jimmy Carter was one of his personal heroes. The kid was 10. And Jimmy uh, Carter, uh, the president, fell in love with him. Right. And they were in constant correspondence. And they did events together. Wow. And he, he was just a phenomenal kid. Uh, phenomenal. And his books, every, all the poetry holds up so well for kids and adults. Wow, that's amazing. I want to listen to that. I agree with you, though. I think kids who are... Anybody who's given really something tough to handle, there's a reason. Mm -hmm. There's a reason. And he had a voice, clearly, that was meant to be heard. Yes. You know? And he maybe wouldn't have been heard. Would not have. Yeah, exactly. If you just joined us, Chris Cuomo is our guest here on Lunch on the Deck with Jessica and Bill. All right, so our next song, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I want you to know I was at uh, Cinderella the other day, and I saw... And you were buying Red Hot Chili Peppers? <laughs> she, was, exactly. she was over there by the mackerel. <laughs> Come to think of it, I was. No, I saw Chad Smith, who was our guest. Ah, yeah. He's a local. And we, yep. he is such a great guy. He came and did our sh show, yeah. and we had the, what was right. it, a worm? The glow worm. The glow worm. No, the grub, grub worm. worm. He, we had
have one of the best shows with him because he was so he was just so funny. He was. But um, I he saw was with GE. Him. Yeah, we had GE and him sitting right here. And wow. he was outside of Cinderella, and it's so incredibly sweet to yeah. see these young kids go up to him, and they literally could hardly even speak. They were like right. so excited to meet him because he still looks like a big kid. He, he does. wears a cap on yeah, backwards. Totally. He still totally. does that. I and mean, half it was the kids like, thought he was Will Ferrell. It looked, <laughs> exactly. exactly. And it looked right. like he was sitting outside waiting for his mom to come out with yeah. the groceries. But he was very sweet. He actually is going to help us do a Christmas show together. Which nice. I just Amazing musician. Yeah. He's yeah. just incredible. So well, he just came into me. a lot of money, too. They just sold their whole music catalog. Oh, did catalog. they? Good, yeah. they uh, yeah. good, good for, for him. Them. Yeah, they deserve it. I got to believe he wasn't hurting before that. No. <laughs> They were just say. coming out with a new album and, and you know what? tour they're, and everything. They're one of the bands, though, that I'm so happy for their success. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look, this song, Under the Bridge, uh, Anthony Kiedis, you know, his, his struggles with addiction right. uh, are not a secret. Yeah. And I really think it's important for people who struggle with kinds of things that are so relatable to give voice to them, especially if they're artists. And this is such a relatable song. I have lived this reality with people that this song talks about so many different times. Um about how they struggle with their addiction and where the, it takes them and how it tests them. Yeah. All right, we're going to listen to this and then come back and talk. You're listening to Lunch on the Deck, 92.1 WLNG.
92.1 WLNG with Lunch on the Deck. And you've got Bill Evans, Jessica Ambrose, and uh, Chris Cuomo's our guest. You know, you never know what you're going to get when you have different guests on this show. And I had no idea that we were going to get so real. I mean, it's I really appreciate it because I think, uh, you know, everybody's been through it. You've been definitely through it. And um, I like this new Chris Cuomo who leads with... Um, you leave with your emotion, kind of. Um, look, I mean, you know, new Chris, same as the old Chris. The, it's, I, I think it's about um, context of, you know, when you work for somebody, uh, you have to respect that um, brand. Yeah. And you represent that brand. And in my business, it's not really about me. Um, but what I'm doing now is it's not as much about the brand. I mean, of course, I work for Nextstar, News Nation, whatever. The podcast, I don't. You know, the Chris Cuomo project is you know the, mine, and I didn't make a deal with anybody uh, because I didn't want anybody telling me how to do that. At yeah. least uh, at its inception in its first few steps, because I didn't want to constantly be being pushed to do what would get me the right numbers to justify their investment in me, which I right. totally get. I totally yeah. get. Who yeah. does your podcast? I do. No, I know, I know you do, but how do... No, I, I mean, I'm me. You Qu- launch Cuomo it. Co. I know, is but... the LLC, and it, it's released but everywhere. But I know, I understand that. So you're on Spotify, you're on yeah, yeah. all the streaming Spotify, platforms. So, so Apple, people wanted to listen to it. Yeah. Where they well, YouTube, it's and it's free. not commercialized. YouTube, and it's free. And it's free. I do do ads, and I love doing ads. I've never done ads before in my well, life. Well, hey, hang on. I got some copy for you. <laughs> I know, but I'll tell you why. Because I only advertise things that I use and I like. So I'll do, like, research, like, you know, Indeed.com, right, or whatever. Right. Whatever it is. Um, I'll look at it and be like, oh, this, this is good. This is good. I but like they don't pay athletic you for greens. it? Yeah, they're advertised. But I only okay. will advertise what I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll talk ah. about athletic greens because I take it. Right. Yes. And if I don't take it, yeah. and I'm advertising it, but I, it's not like my vibe. There are a couple of things like, you know, doesn't work for me. Like it, uh, a big advertiser in the digital space is a um, uh, uh, an apparel outfit called uh, uh, Tommy John, oh, yep. yeah. which I always just thought was a surgery. Um, you know what I mean? From, <laughs> for, from baseball. Uh, but, you know, I, I say in the ad... You know, I wasn't a Tommy John guy because it kind of played to me like Tractor Supply Co. or something sure, like that. Yeah. You know, that's like yeah. not my vibe. I'm not like, you know, Fugazi Farmer. Right. You know, like some sure. guys like exactly. move out somewhere and they're like, oh, uh-huh. I'm pick up because I'm a gentleman farmer. <laughs> right. So I say that. I was like, I was kind of anti them. And then they sent me their stuff and they won me over with their horizontal flap. <laughs> Uh, you know how much men's <laughs> underwear right now doesn't have a flap? Like, my son doesn't understand that. He's like, flap? Why would I want a flap? I said, why would I want to pull my pants down every time I got to pee? Uh, right. And, exactly. and my daughters are like, that's what I do. I was like, yeah, but we're not built the same. No. It's one of the luxuries of no. being a man. Exactly. I was going to say, it's one of the bonuses. See, Jessica, but those I want are one of the important things. I went to the city to celebrate my daughter's birthday yesterday, and I drove into the city and back out, and I was listening to this podcast, and Sean Hayes started to talk about athletic. Athletic greens, yeah, and I hadn't I'd heard of them, but I was I just want you to know you doing a commercial for Athletic Greens goes a lot farther than Sean I, look, I don't know if he takes it. I absolutely do take it. You know, I'm 225 so pounds, and just, I need that stuff. Yeah. Well, he does too. I'm sure just to get his Popeye muscle. Are you sure? I don't know. Sean Hayes. I know it's so funny though, and you say Athletic Popeye Greens. Muscles? 
<laughs> guys like built like this cup. Pop, yeah. yeah, exactly. Popeye bustles. That's what's Incredibly so talented funny. though. Well, hold me down. So funny. <laughs> yes. Anyway, all right. So I want to go back to this story because it really is amazing to me what you were talking about. It was a was it a segment you were doing? No, I was uh, hanging out with bad guys. And Just which, for fun? No, um, but sometimes, you know, when you're covering uh, different dynamics in society, you do spend time um, with that element. Okay. You know? And this was a long time ago. And it was just something that brought home how, uh, you know, we were talking about people who live tragedy. Yeah. Understand things better than those of us it who do not. It gives them a certain wisdom. That right. And it's not to say that not everybody goes through something. And I totally believe that all pain is personal. Yeah. You know, and I think we make a mistake when we say, well, I don't want to, I don't want to complain about this or that because I know people have it so much worse. Yes. But your many, pain many do. is your if pain. You're, if you're fortunate, right. many yeah. do have it worse. But that doesn't mean that this doesn't suck for you right yeah, now, exactly. whatever it is. And uh, I think that's important. And it's something I, I realize, obviously, and Bill realizes because of the people we've talked to over the years who tend to be an extremist, right? If you make your way into the news, it's not usually because you have an average life. And um, so I get it that way. But I was hanging out with these bad guys um, once, and the guy had a penchant for uh, Russian roulette. And he had the little you know, revolver thing, and he spins it, and he, put, and he was like known for that so i was just talking to them i forget where we were but it was just it was just casual social setting it wasn't like tv yeah. or anything and he like clicks it i uh, pulls the trigger at this guy and i was like Whoa. and you feel okay when you do that like yeah. you know what if you know that what happened if- he's like yeah i mean look and he spins it and he, you know, he pulled the trigger toward me and you know it wasn't up against the side of my head or anything but i and then he just kept talking. And he was like, oh, you look, you know, what's the chance? One in six every time. I mean, you know, he, he's like, yeah, it's not yeah. a big deal. And <laughs> You're like, two I don't things. Like those one, I was like, yeah. wow, this guy, like, talk about uh, depraved indifference. Like, yeah. you know, he really did not care whether it went off or not. He wasn't pointing at himself, by the way. But uh, <laughs> Good point. But, yeah. but then, like, a couple days later, I had, like, a, a kind of like a... Um, a real emotional reaction to that and not to over-dramatize it. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that I was a step from death. I don't mean that in any way, but it it just made me think for a second, ah, you know, I understand a little bit better why when people have something horrible happen to them and they have to survive it and deal with it. There's such a huge difference, I think, emotionally yeah. between uh, the example I gave Bill and I in a car and I said, ooh, if you hadn't swerved right, we yeah. might have died. Exactly. You know, we all right. say that versus didn't swerve right, got into an accident and had people telling you, you almost died. Um, and I think that there is a gift in that if you decide for there to be one. You said earlier um, that it gives people an advantage. No, it gives people an opportunity to decide whether or not they will take advantage. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, I don't believe in luck, fate, or yeah, destiny. I don't, I don't either. believe in those things. But I do believe you make things happen, and I do believe no matter what happens, you have an absolute ability to make something of it. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that you're going to turn everything that stinks into something that's perfume. Right. But there is an absolute ability for all of those things to mean something. And there's absolutely no question yeah. that 52 years in, I can't tell you about a lot of my greatest successes 
Um, but I can absolutely detail moments of where it didn't go right, where yeah. I didn't get the job, uh, where I thought this wasn't going to happen, where I thought my kid was going to be this or that. And what I did about it or what we did about it, you learn from what's hard. Yeah, but I think you find, you see people and you can pick up on that very quickly. The people who are all up here on the surface and then the people who have actually really, you know, the real struggle and recognized it. There's a different layer that mm -hmm. you get to almost immediately. And those are the people that I personally would rather be conversing with. You know what I mean? And it's all about mm -hmm. things that you're given and how you deal with it. How you deal with it. That's yeah. all you control. You yeah. don't control what you're given. Yeah, I love that. All right. So the next song, and we're getting there because um, we got to... I have a Manny Petty. You have a Manny <laughs> Petty yeah, on TV. Like, We've got like, to get him to his Manny. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I, these eyebrows I, do not get this arch by themselves. There you go. Okay. I'm with you on I mean, that. People man. look at me, they're like, you the know, eyebrows. I've is that been a gift? noticing. It's, it's really it's a good look. Don't get in the way of the Manny Petty. All right. So, CC. <laughs> Yes. Johnny Cash, let's go to Hurt. Oh. We started the whole thing talking about this. This but is so powerful. It's this so... Yes. How perfect was that to come to that after that yeah. topic? Yeah. yeah. All right, talk to me about this song. So, Nine Inch Nails, right? Trent Reznor, another guy who understands yeah. uh, pain and creating his own pain yeah. and dealing with it, um, writes this song, and it really is a kind of a letter to the people around an addict. Right. Um, and the sense of guilt they have. And many people misunderstand this and they see addiction as so selfish when it is most often, of course, you're going to have the random person who loves to party and doesn't care what it does to anybody nor any of their responsibilities. Right. But most often it is self-medicating of pain and trying to find a sense of purpose or just to escape from what you can't handle. And this song about hurt isn't about Johnny Cash or uh, Trent Reznor hurting. It's about them creating hurt for others around them. And if you listen to the words again, right. so powerful. Really and I'll good. tell you why it matters to me after you hear it. Okay, yeah. we're going to hear this think, and then uh, we're going to come back and then we will release you. Johnny's son produced this with him? Did he? Uh, yeah, that Jamie be. Carter Cash? Yeah, he did. Okay, so Johnny Cash with Hurt. You're listening to 92.1 WLNG. I hurt myself today To see if I still feel I focus on the pain The only thing that's real The needle tears a hole The old familiar stain Try to kill it all away But I remember everything What have I become? My sweetest friend Everyone I know Goes away in the and you could have it all My empire of dirt 
of thorns upon my liar's chair full of broken thoughts I cannot repair beneath the stains of time the feelings disappear you are someone else I am still right here what have I become my sweetest friend everyone I know goes away in the end and you everything he'd probably wind up in the same place and i think that that's such a powerful message there are two things about this song that uh give me the uh tingles um the first one is this idea that um you know i would keep myself i would find a way and the way i interpret it and of course you know that's that's what music is about is what you decide to take from it is that you know for people in pain very often they are lost Uh, to that dynamic. They don't believe in themselves anymore. They don't believe it's going to get to a better place. Mm -hmm. And now that is uh, buttressed by another idea in this uh, song that's very personal to me, which is the idea that what you did or what you're about was so hurtful to the things that you're supposed to take care of. Um, you know, even in my situation, and you know, anybody who knows me, I'm not a dramatic person, okay? Right. And I've never been a victim in my life, okay? And I'm incredibly blessed. I'm incredibly fortunate. And I mean that. People throw those words around because they're PC and it's the right thing to say. Right. I'm telling you, I know what it is to be blessed or not. And it matters to me and I think about it every day. But uh, I didn't do what I was accused of doing. I helped my brother. No kidding. Everybody knows I helped my brother. The way I helped my brother is demonstrably not what I was accused of, which is why I had to litigate. I'm not looking for, you know, it's not about a big payday for me. It's about what the truth is. Did I help my brother? Yeah. Do you like that? Yes or no? And if you don't, I totally get it. I totally get it. Right. But what I didn't know at the time are two things I didn't know that torture me uh, till this moment right now, which is one, I didn't really help my brother. I didn't help him avoid what I saw coming almost immediately. And that kills me um, because with my father gone, he's one of two men in the world that matter to me, um, uh, him and my son. And I wasn't able to help him. And I feel like that's 
the whole thing for all the flaws, for all the things, all the vices, all, all the weakness. I'm there for the people I say I'm there for. Right. And then I really wasn't because I didn't help them avoid it. So that tortures me. And it also, uh, you know, greatly inflames my critics who are like, I can't believe you still don't get how bad he is. I'll never believe that someone I love is a bad person. Uh, do people do bad things? Yeah, all the time. Um, and uh, like daily for me. So that, that really hurt me. And I didn't know what I was setting my family up for. And I didn't understand, you know, and, and it's funny, my therapist was like a life coach for me. I've been with the guy forever. And even my wife, you know, they say they were telling me all along, this is going to go bad. This is going to go bad. You know, you're, you're going to get caught up in this and this is going to go bad. And I was not listening to that. But what the hurt to Christina and my kids, they didn't have anything to do with this. And now they got to live it. They got to own it. Uh, they got to walk around in a place where, uh, you know, people know who they are and right. uh, they got to def- it, it's got to define them and they have to defend that. And, yeah. and life can be brutal mm-hmm. and, and uh, obvious. I didn't think of any of that. And it drives me crazy. Yeah. The months that I was away weren't hard simply because I wasn't working. You know, at night I get in this weird vibe of. I was supposed to be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been working a long time. And I'm, I was the man at night, right? I was there to be in the arena and fight the fight. The good fight as I, thought, I saw it. So I would drink or go out to eat or do something. I would have to find something to do at night because I wasn't where I was supposed to Fill be. Fill that void. And what that started to become for me was a process of, oh, you know what's going to be really helpful to you in, in, in dealing with this? Because I was never that impressed with what had happened to me. You know, losing right. my job was embarrassing and I didn't like people misrepresenting what happened. But hey, you right. know, who am I not to have something happen to me that I don't like? You know, like I, I dealt with that pretty fast. What I what I really struggled with and what I still struggle with and what I decided to use that time to do is, yeah, but what about what it meant to everybody else? Yeah. What about your team that you never got to say goodbye to that wound up lost and without a show? Right. Um, yeah, I know. I, I did not see that coming. I, I, I mean, it didn't make any sense to me that that would ever happen. I tell my audience, my bosses are fine. They're helping me with what I'm trying to figure out for Andrew. What, what are, that, that, you know, that part's got to be clean. And... But what it meant to my kids, the hurt, and what that song is about is, you know, I will let you down, I will make you hurt. Now, what that is is the indulgence of an addict who's saying, listen, what I'm going to be about, it's, I, I can't help myself anymore. And if you want to be close to me, you got to understand that there's going to be a price. And that's a very hard thing for an addict to struggle with. And I know that. And I know that a lot of people don't get that. And I know that a lot of loved ones, as one, uh, can forget that and be like, God, Damn, this person's so selfish. Right. You know, I just can't believe that he, she, they, whatever these, yeah. you know, that they do this and what, and what it means to the rest of us. And, but, you know, again, all pain is personal. And what I've decided to do with my life and why, why it may seem I'm more forward-facing is one, I'm allowed to be. Yeah. Right? Because I don't have to worry about... Um, representing ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, and everything that comes out of me is reflective on them. Because that's not fair, man. You know, the, the, your boss doesn't have to own uh, your baggage. You know what I mean? Maybe they right. do when they decide to, to hire you. But, you know, they're, they're them, and you're supposed to be there for them, not yourself. My deal's a little different now. And also, 
I don't think that I can be who I need to be and to continue to figure out how I want to be if I pretend that this stuff isn't there and or if I pretend that other things matter more to me. Like I could give you an exegesis right now on what's happening in the litigation surrounding the former president right? Um, that I know is spot on and probably... If I were a betting person, I can tell you how it's going to turn out. I can tell you what our next three, five months are going to be like politically. I really believe that. I feel very strongly about it. And I think uh, time will prove that as it always has. I'm, I'm rarely way off about what's going to happen. Uh, it doesn't matter to me. Right. There are a lot of people can do that. There are a lot of people who can do that well. I am way more interested in uh, the much more common vagaries of quotidian life, of how we struggle with our sense of self, how we uh, struggle with what health is. We still separate um, mental health and physical health, like, which is one of the stupidest things I've ever done in my life. When I think about it now, I'm like, how did I ever fall into that trap? You know, because usually right. we're in the business of avoiding traps sure. when you're broadcasters. Oh, yeah. Way. Just because most people say this dumb thing, right. we won't because we're in the business of reminding people that's you're, a dumb thing. You're always hitting the edit button. Yeah. And yeah. like, so you believe you should separate your brain from your body right. in terms of how, you know, what makes you, you know, anything that you're sick about, what do you think is controlling whether or not you get better? It's your brain, right? So um, that struggle and putting it out there, I really believe is what I'm supposed to use the platform for. Mm -hmm. And that every story that I cover has to be a choice that is reflective of that. And not that I'm like Kumbaya Dr. Phil. I don't have answers. I'm just willing to talk about what I struggle with in a way I used to not do because mm -hmm. I didn't want to embarrass the brand. Mm -hmm. But I don't believe that it's embarrassing. I, I and, and it's not like I'm my brother or, you know, or I'm someone who lived through something that was way more ugly and traumatic than I did. I don't fake the funk. Right. You know, and I'm not, I'm not uh, lamenting anything mm -hmm. here. What I'm saying is I don't hide from it either. And I'll tell you, you know, as a story comes, you know, uh, how I feel about something. I will now say, man, I'm not covering that. You know, why? Right. Come on, man. That's, that's noise. That doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. um, and you just have to make sure that you say that everywhere that you see it and not just in the places that you like to see it. Uh, that's where you get in trouble in my business. So I don't see it as being different. The people in my life don't know anybody other than who I am right now. It's not like, you know, this idea of rebranding, right. um, and, which I'm totally cool with. And mm -hmm. I think that's great for people to do. That's not what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I don't know any other way to be. I don't want to be any other way. And I don't want to discuss anything else. Not because I can't, but there are plenty of people to do good things. People can do newscasts. Sure. People can do weather, sports, sure. and they, they can be great at it. And I can too. I just don't want to do those things. Mm -hmm. I want to tell you what I think is really interesting that I think you should know more about or understand a little differently or question. And a lot of times it's going to go to um, what we're dealing with. Like, I talk long COVID all the time. I get that people are COVID fatigued. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's weird because like so many people I know are still getting it yeah, <laughs> like right. on a regular basis. Sure. And the, it seems to change. And now, like, they're getting it and it goes away and it comes back. It's like, but I get that people are tired of it. And um, I get it. But I'm going to talk about long COVID anyway because I have it and I know I'm not the same. And so many people come to me and they're so desperate to understand this. And I know that other viruses give what they call this sequelae, and it's a Latin word for what follows, as, as much or maybe even more than COVID. Right. 
And what's your point? Like either people are dealing with stuff, but folks or are not. experiencing a lot of long term, yeah, different types of long term. Yeah, and I, and I get that politically. Like, okay, if if I were thinking right now as um, a uh, a righty, okay. I don't want to have this discussion. Why? Because, Bill, you're feeding into this COVID's a big deal thing. Yeah. And I think it was totally overblown. And it's about suppression of the former president. And it's about suppression of our free will. Yeah. And it's about the man, the machine, power machine, as you would say. Yeah. And I'm not happy. Right. And if I were in on the left, I'd be like, yeah, let's talk about that. Because that's why people are killing people by not getting the vaccine. Right. I don't have any interest in... Uh, magnifying minority views anymore. I am obsessed with the core of the country that is center a little left on social issues and center a little right on fiscal issues, which is often and always, I would say, how mm -hmm. we have been. And the only thing that has changed is social media, which mm -hmm. the media, me too, I'm yeah. slapping my own wrist. Oh, yeah. Um, decided to make a proxy for Vox Populi, meaning 5,000 people uh, so five people, then 50 people, then 500, then 5,000 hear this on satellite radio and decide that Bill and I have done something we shouldn't have done. Mm -hmm. uh, we were punching a puppy in here or whatever we were doing. 5,000 people can be magnified by the media mm -hmm. as if 50 million Americans that's true. were calling for something. And that's on the media. Mm -hmm. They have magnified a minority opinion. Fringe. Okay, this country does not believe in the things that if you watch my show, you would think everybody thinks. And that was a mistake. And I was caught up in that dynamic. And I'm not saying it's malicious. I don't believe that. It certainly wasn't in my case. Right. I thought it mattered in that way at that time. But I now believe more so that that's legitimate to do what's happening with the former president, the litigation, what's going to happen with Biden's in the yeah. House with the investigations that are definitely coming. Right. That matters. But it doesn't matter to the people who are listening to your show right now. Not mm -hmm. really. To the people who live in Sag Harbor and East Hampton, they're worried about their passions in life. Right. You know, their loves yep. and taking care of their basics. OK. Yeah. And if you force them to pay attention to politics, they have very basic concerns also. And the rest of the time they're watching it all as background noise and kind of who are these people? And here's how we know that has to be true. And, and here's what you know, because I had a lot of time to think because I had no job. And um, <laughs> here's what I realized. Bill always had bigger numbers doing what he was doing on TV than I did. Why? Because he's better. But also no, 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 no. because more regular people are interested in what he was doing at the network and the local mm -hmm. than they are about cable political wars. Mm -hmm. And that, how do we know? Because the ratings are five times what they are on cable right. Right. every day. Yeah. Because people will watch Good Morning America in a way that they're not going to ever watch the CNN yep. morning show when I was on it as New Day or now. And it's, you know, they're doing a good job with it now. But why? Because that's not their focus. And I now want to vibe on that at News Nation. Yeah. I want people to watch my show who don't like watching cable right. news. Yeah. Because they don't want to be right. uh, suffocated with animosity. And it's not easy. It's easier to play to the, to the game. Oh, sure. But I believe in it more now. And I've, got, I've been hired by somebody who wants me to do that. You know, if I had gone to, a, you know, an MSNBC, it wasn't going to work for me, man, because that audience that is, you know, very much a left audience, which is fine, 
they weren't going to be satisfied by me. Yeah. And right. I'd probably wind up uh, in um, sparring matches with the other anchors because right. I... I don't believe in what they're selling. Yeah. I don't think it's helpful to the common cause in this country. And the good news is, as we just saw in the midterms, the core of this country, uh, that's who won in this election. The Republicans didn't win. And the Democrats uh, weren't really an aberration of a historical trend of a first-term president usually losing seats in Congress at at a greater rate than they did. It was that the core of this country said, you guys are all way off, way off. And we're going to kind of balance you out right now and kind of keep you there where neither one of you can really run away. And not that I see the two parties as equal, but that doesn't matter. I think that the fastest growing part of our country politically doesn't want to be Democrat or Republican. I think you need more parties. I think you need more choice. I think you need term limits. I think your Supreme Court should be term limited. I think that process should be overt and transparent and no judge should ever tell you again that they can't tell you how they feel about an issue because that's BS and both Mm -hmm. sides play it. And I believe the majority of the country is there. And I just want to speak to that and to them about how they live their lives and how they struggle with them. But I think in your life growing up and in all of ours, the number one thing that is important is family. Yes. Period. Yeah. And I don't think that ever... You should feel bad that you helped your brother, which I don't. I don't think I you, feel bad that I didn't help him enough. Well, and, and <laughs> you, know, because that's you, what I feel bad. That's about. what family is for, and and you should do everything in your power to help your family, especially when it's all you have. Nothing you know, wrong you, with that. When you grow up in politics, people are for you and against you for bad reason. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they love you, they don't even know you. Yeah. Um, they hate you, they don't even know you. So you really rely on one another, right? You know, and I've been protected by four other Cuomos my whole life. You know, yeah. forget about my parents. Uh, and Andrew, most of all. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know any other way. It doesn't mean that you like each other all the time. It doesn't right. mean that, you know, at least two of my sisters right now wouldn't like to clap symbols on either side of my head. But <laughs> if there were a problem, <laughs> I don't even think I'd have to call any of them. Right, yeah. no. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. Like, yeah, that's it, it doesn't even occur no. to me. So I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah. But I have well. plenty of other things that bother me. But one thing I have going for me is that you'll never find a picture of me with one of the sissiest looking dogs I've ever seen in my life. No. Which is what I'm looking at with... That's my dog, Sandy. Right now, which is... <laughs> I, I do oh, want to say that... He I, weren't as oh, macho a guy. I didn't know. have his I, voice. I, that I know. Dog, I it's say, unbelievable. Well, I had lunch with your brother a couple of times at the he, Friars Club. that dog. And uh, he does love you uh, very, oh, very much, as you know. He so, loves, but he does but not he love would, you. He would that. love this dog. No Yes, way. he would. I'm that telling is you. a miniature poodle. She was the best. This is where I draw the line. This is where I draw the line. Just the hair. Don't even... Family. you want to see a grown man cry... And the pet. Talk That's about. where we draw I got the three line. Dogs, but what kind of dogs do you have? Is that dog in a purse? Uh, <laughs> Are you carrying that in a leather bag? Uh, yeah, uh, I used to keep her in a pouch. Are her nails painted? They're perfect. Perfect. Well, Speaking no, she, of nails, she would never let me paint her nails. She didn't let me ever do that. I but. have to get Chris to his mani pedi because uh, that that's just priority. So here's the deal. That, yeah, cool. we've got a couple of songs left. Yeah, we do. We're going to play these songs. We're going to say goodbye to him because he's got to go to his mani pedi. Well, we got to get to this song from Radiohead, okay. which is talk show host. Wait. We have already done... No, we're going back there. Okay. So we're going to play the music that you've listed. Thank you. uh, As you're driving out of here. But first of all, thank you. Thank you for just being real. And we really appreciate it. I really... I mean that. I love uh, that WLNG is all about living and loving and being here in SAG, uh, out here on the East End. Uh, You guys make it fun all the time. 
and that's why you're everybody's favorite. And I really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. Awesome. I'm Thank you. No, we awesome. love, we respect and love this place. It's legendary, and uh, we the the 18th of this month will be four years, and my wife Sandra and I are. Just very proud to be caretakers. We're not owners. We just keep keep moving it forward. All right. And, so uh, I'm gonna. We're so, gonna go out you. on Leonard Cohen. You want it darker? Yeah, Leonard Cohen. And then we're gonna keep the music going so we can play all of your uh, your list here. Even though, I mean, really, I've never uh, played less music on our two hour show. <laughs> I have to say, we covered a lot well, of it's topics. Because you kept messing it up. I mean, it was very well. <laughs> That's part of All right. That's yep. how we roll. Yep. That's part of our now allure. Now we know he's one of the gang. <laughs> Thanks, 921 WLNG. We've got lunch on the deck. Chris Cuomo. And Chris this Cuomo. is from Litter Cohen. What a great song. That was awesome. Thank you. If thine is the glory, then 
Vestia's Little Kitchen Studios and Broadcast House, it's Lunch on the Deck. Hi, I'd like to leave a message for Fred Axelrod. This is Colin Ambrose calling from Estia's Little... Dragon. Change a little toss 
with your pants are sagging. Try to sip the this, I won't put you in a turban. And have it smelling right like some old stale urine. Chuckity choco, the chocolate chicken. The rear got diesel, but cheeks they were kicking. Yo, bust it out before the bust, I bust another round. The rhythm is insane. Oh. The vibes are on town. Tipping yeah. up the sound just like a ratio. Observe the vibe and check out the scenario. Yo, yo, This is Laura Monroe, and you're listening to WLNG, Lunch on the Deck. Jessica and Bill with Lunch on the Deck, Saturdays from 11 to 3 on 92.1. WLNG.
on the deck with Bill Evans, Jessica Ambrose, and uh, little Doobie Brothers. What's going on over there, Well, we got some phone calls, uh, a lot of emergency vehicles at Long Beach. Yeah, what was that about? uh, A windsurfer. Now, 
There's a windsurfer they thought was in distress at Long Beach, so there were a lot of emergency vehicles there. Mental distress, maybe, to go out I, there. I mean, you, are you out of your mind? I mean, they're white guys. I mean, I'm, I'm a meteorologist. We can't even see the water. I've done a lot of crazy stuff for adrenaline, but uh, that's pretty crazy out there today. I come in and do this show. That's my adrenaline kick for the week. Yeah, that's a pretty crazy thing to do, too. <laughs> the hey, winds was- are at 36 miles an hour at Long Beach, and we got a windsurfer out there. And the winds out of the southwest sustained at 20, gusting 36. So the, the, the good news is this. Town of Southampton Police, very helpful. Thank you very much. Uh, Sag Harbor uh, Police referred us to them. Uh, the, the windsurfer is fine. They thought the windsurfer was in distress. But why wouldn't they be? We're on the cove and the water's six feet deep and it's white capping. Well, I wonder why. I mean, I wonder if he had fallen off his board or something and somebody yeah. called it in. Yeah, well, you know, uh, you know, it is... I mean, if you're going to windsurf, you know there's a lot about, of propellant okay. out there. There's a, it's a bummer when things like this happen, though. It's like surfers or people jump in the water during hurricane to say right. they swam during the hurricane. Yeah. The people have to go in after you. They're risking their lives. That's the ones you endanger. Yeah. Is, and they're the ones who are risking their lives. And it wasn't their idea yeah, to go out in the water. But I would stand out there on the beach in my beautiful uniform as a first responder. And I would go, no, no way. Good you're, luck out there, bud. You're on your own. Exactly. I know. You got exactly. a you got a sail and a board. Good luck to you, my brother. Exactly. May the wind be at your back exactly. and may the road ride up to meet you. Exactly. And I'd be walking into this place yeah. to get a hot cup of soup. That's exactly. Hello, Sag Harbor. This is Colin Ambrose from SDA's Little Kitchen on the Sag Harbor Bridgehampton Turnpike. Hot burritos are our ticket today. The breakfast burrito at Estia's Little Kitchen started us off in 1998. Two scrambled eggs, andouille sausage, peppers, onions, cheese on a flour tortilla. Since 1998, we've sold over 200,000 hot burritos like the Rich Roll, a vegan burrito with mixed vegetables, refritos, and spinach. We've got the chili chicken burrito, the machismo burrito, the tomasitos burrito with grilled salmon, black beans, sweet corn, rice, and refritos. Try the American Joe's burrito. No extra spice there. Roasted chicken, sweet corn, black beans, onions, peppers, and jack cheese. Give us a try for hot burritos to go. Call 631-725-1045 for a takeout order. We're open every day from 9 to 3 except Tuesday and dinner on Friday and Saturday nights 5 to 8. That's Estia's Little Kitchen on the Sag Harbor Bridgehampton Turnpike. You're listening to Jessica Ambrose and Bill Evans playing the East End's best music.
Uh, it's very sad, this oh. news of the passing of Christine you know, McVeigh. I have to say, every now and then, yeah. something comes up, you know, in your phone, and you get these news alerts. Right. And Christine McVeigh dying is one of those that oh. you're like, it took my breath away. Right. Like, I feel like she's a friend, because she yeah. grew up with us, yeah. right? Well, I got to introduce them a couple of times in concert, uh, and talk to her backstage, and, you know, it's always brief, but, you know, and you don't really get to know them, but you get, you get, kind of get the gist of what somebody's about. Yeah. And uh, always lovely and positive. And, I mean, she always had a great sense of humor. Her last name is Perfect. Her name is Christine Perfect. Oh, I didn't know that. And she started, she was telling me the story, she's got a great sense of humor because she started in the, a band. She wasn't in Fleetwood Mac in the beginning. That was, a, a, it, was a, it was a different band. But she was in a band that they put together... I guess she was right out of high school, and the name of the band was called Chicken Shack. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun to try to find some of that music? How about that? Chicken Shack was the name of the band she was in, and actually, the way she got into Fleetwood Mac was they warmed up for Fleetwood Mac, the original Fleetwood Mac. Oh, and that wow. was That was before... Uh, you know, that they had Stevie Nicks and yeah. Lindsay and the band and, and all that. And uh, I believe her future husband, yeah, uh, John McVie, was in, was in Fleetwood Mac. Okay. Uh, he was the bass player. And Mick Fleetwood was in the band then. He was the drummer right. and, and still is. But uh, that's how she met John and they got married. And, and she got in, into the band playing piano and writing all those great songs. Say you love me. It's just it's so good, such pretty. Song. But also, I mean, just everything. I just feel like every now and then you hear an artist's name like that, and you're like, "Oh my god, I grew up with her." And you're like, "Well, I didn't really." You but know, she was such a part of our lives, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Seventy nine. You know that Rumors album was one of the most. Where did she die from? Nobody's saying. Uh, there hasn't been anything from the family on what happened. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know, anyway. uh, every first thing you know where everybody goes. First uh, thing, I know. You know, I know. Well, I guarantee, I did. Yeah, that was the first thought I had. Putting it out there. cold this week. The first thing people, do you have the COVID? No, I don't. <laughs> had a little flu. Colin has a cold. He is a cold now too. And last night I was like, "You're sleeping up here." <laughs> like, Gary, Gary had a little head cold in here, and you could—you, I can always tell because you know when he's reading the news and talking and stuff, his voice goes way down low. <laughs> so I'm like, Gary, you got the COVID? Exactly. No. I know. No. Collins can't even. I mean, he's got like a raspier voice than he does normally. But I was like, Yeah, you sleeping up here? Nala yeah. and I are sleeping up here. Where are you sleeping? Yeah, exactly. I, I know. Oh, I, I no. And I wake up and I'm like, Oh, I, I was facing that. him, and I'm like, I, I want to return. You know, so he doesn't breathe. So speaking of slow horses, Tony Marr. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tony Marr says it's on Apple Television. He said it's on Apple TV. Is it? And that is such a compliment. I have to say, Tony Marr said to me, hey, I've never heard of it. And right. I looked it up and he goes, it does. It looks really good. And I'm yeah. like, that is such a you check know, in my you know what I, I, You know what I'm enjoying watching is the new Sylvester Stallone show. Oh, it's good. Right? On Paramount Plus. And I just... Tulsa? I, I wanted to hate it. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. He yeah. just bugs me. I, but 
I love him. I, I love him. I I was. I will tell you this this quick story. And, and Sandra says I should quit telling stories. But this is a funny Sly Stallone story. <laughs> it really, it really is. You. She tells me to shut up telling stories. But this one was funny. Was really funny. I'm, right. I'm sitting in the Sandra Malawi. I, I had to work. I had a fill in for Spencer Christian. I was on Good Morning America, and I was sitting in the makeup chair. And before to go on, and uh, well, I was just sitting in the makeup chair, hanging out in the makeup room because the makeup ladies are the best ones. They know all the talk. And oh they, yeah. They, they talk about all the stars that they put all the makeup on. Yeah. So Chantal was the movie reviewer along with Joel Siegel on Good Morning America. Chantal would interview the celebrities, and Joel Siegel did movie reviews. So. Stallone had come out with the first ever comedy he had ever done. And he was like a mobster father and Called a daughter. What? Do we I, forgot the name? What the, I forgot what the name of it was. Yeah. But Joel panned it. <laughs> I mean, panned it. Even. I mean, blew it to bits. <laughs> Hated it. Hated it. <clears throat> the phone rings in the makeup room. Okay? And Chantal is sitting in the chair next to me, and she's like just looking at the, the post, you yeah. know, and looking at the paper. And we're just sitting there just talking, waiting on our next segment to come up to be on the air. And the makeup artist has the phone, and she goes, Chantal, it's Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so we're both sitting there. We had been watching on the monitors in the makeup room that review of his... Uh, of his new movie that was a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Joel just was was mean, just ruthless. <laughs> and I and so Chantal goes, Hello. <laughs> and I mean, she immediately pulled the phone away from her ear. He's screaming. And it, he's screaming. It's sliced alone <laughs> on the phone. And he's screaming. And I mean he sounded to me, he sounded like Rocky. I'm like <laughs> Yes, this is great. Every word out of his Adrian. mouth was golden. It was just like, just like he's in the ring looking for Adrian at the end of the movie. He's going, oh, what the hell is wrong with Joel? I can't believe he said that about my movie. It was so funny. <laughs> I mean, Chantal. I don't know why he's always bugged me, oh, but he, I kind of like him in uh, this. He and Tulsa, he's great. Yeah, but do you know who I'm going to love in the whole show? I guarantee you our favorite character is going to be the driver. Yes. Right? The kid who's the driver. The kid. He's funny. All right, so you got to watch it because it is really funny when he's like, Yes. I told Could, you to buy a car. Yeah. <laughs> they have, well, you know, the kid's in his 20s. Yeah. And Sylvester's 75. So they have this whole <laughs> generation's well, gap. Well, he's not only in his 70s, but he's also been locked up. So he has no idea what any of right. this he stuff is. Right. He had nothing, an app, a no, phone. has no idea. You know, he didn't have a credit card. They're like, so you like, have an so, app. So and you like, got to get. What? Uh, what's an app? You know, I got to get a debit card. He goes, what's a debit card? The whole thing. You know, so it's very funny. The whole thing. It is entertaining. Very. That's on Paramount+. Yeah, Plus. That's our TV review for you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why you think it's funny. 92.1 WLNG.
WLNG, you've got lunch on the deck with Bill Evans, Jessica Ambrose, yes, I forgot my name, and Todd Rundgren. <laughs> I was like, I just, I was going to say it before you Look, did because there was a little bit of a gap there and I thought, right. yes, this is where you say yeah. your name. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I have, I have worked with news anchors that were so locked in <laughs> on the teleprompter that they said the other person's name. Okay. And I'm like, I, I was sitting there. I'm sitting there with a female news anchor, and she looks into the camera, I swear. And, you know, somebody who wrote it, wrote it backwards, right? 
And so, you know, she goes, hi, good morning. My name is Harry Martin. And welcome. I'm like, no. <laughs> You're like, and it's, I'm Bill Evans. It's, it's just like, you know, good morning, San Diego. Exactly. Or, uh, it's uh, so funny. Ron well, Burgundy. I have to say, when I was on the air in Lake Tahoe, and it was going to be one of the stories, Sandra's going to call me and go, no more stories. But this is a good one, Sandra. Well, you have good stories. She just tells me she that. Snippet. When I lived in Lake Tahoe and I was on the air, it was, shall I say, my party days in my life. Right. right? And uh, I did this midday show and I, we just would be out way too late. And um, The night before? The night before. And, and you're doing would, middays? Yeah. Okay. And I would come in and be like literally writing things down so that I would have my ins and outs on the music. And it would literally be like... I'm Jessica Mansell. And I would write it all out. Like, right. I didn't know my name. It was just, you know, oh. when you're just so hungover. Right. <laughs> you just well, can't. But in, in, in some instances, you're just so nervous. You know? Yeah. I yeah. mean, there would be times I would be so nervous. I'd well, just write it all out. My favorite, favorite, favorite broadcast news. Oh, with oh, Albert Brooks? Oh, if that's not one of the best pieces of movie clipping ever, when oh, yeah. he's sweaty through yeah. the shirts. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen news anchors do that. They I'm get out sure there and start terrifying. that sweating thing and they can't stop. It's hard, even when you, like, one of the reasons why I bribed you, coaxed you, begged you to do this show with me. It's so much easier, two people together. Sure. When you're by yourself in a room and right. you're kind of like, you know, I mean, how many times do you say something you think it's really funny and then <laughs> right. you don't hear anything back and you're like, wow, did that land at all? Yeah. You know, yeah. like... Oh, yeah. When it, you're by yourself, it's It's, it's really tough. hard yeah. to keep a conversation going. So, yeah. you know, I can... I mean, the nerves can definitely get you. Mine was strictly hungover. Though. Is that what it was, really? <laughs> And just now when I didn't know my name, that was right. definitely, that was just dead brain cells. And like, you go in and it's like every one of your teeth has had sweaters knitted on each one individually. <laughs> and you're trying, you're trying to do a show. I have an image show. of a grandmother yeah. in a chair and, knitting right now. And in those days, you like, you, you crack the mic and you, you went. <laughs> 921 WLNG. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's. Jessica Mansell in the morning. Exactly. You know, and in so those days, bad. you had to talk fast. Yeah, you did. It and was definitely, and it was like at that time, too, when they were going, you know, less personality. They just wanted us to do liners, get in and out of music. Right. And they would say, you know, I'd say, 96.9, you know, whatever. You know, right. More music, less talk. Boom. Right. And you'd go right in. And if you went more than that, the hotline would ring. Oh, yeah. be like, yeah. See me in my office when well, you're done with your shift and you're well, like, oh, There gosh. were radio stations I worked at. How about this? And, and, and those of you who are, are listening have been in radio for a long time, you'll have, have had this happen to you too. When you would crack the mic, as we call it, open the microphone, flip the toggle and open the mic, <laughs> some radio stations had a light that would come on after 30 seconds. Exactly. And I mean, it was one of those landing gear lights on a 747 exactly. that'd give you exactly. sunburn because the program director, you had 30 <laughs> seconds. And if you didn't get it in in 30 seconds, that light was going to burn your face. Exactly. <laughs> so grateful we don't have that anymore. No. Holiday greetings from Estia's Little Kitchen just outside of Sag Harbor on the Sag Harbor Bridgehampton Turnpike. We're going to be featuring price-fixed dinner specials on Friday.
Friday and Saturday night from 5 to 6 p.m. Think mole duck tacos, salmon veracruzana, or grilled ribeye in chimichurri. That's $30 for a three-course price fix, including a salad and dessert. We'll also be featuring the Lobo Sangre Margarita, our holiday margarita, including pomegranate juice, Lobos Blanco tequila, triple sec, and freshly squeezed lime. On our regular menu, we're also featuring Mexican migas. Think breakfast nachos with two eggs, any style. Estia's Little Kitchen is just outside of town on the Sag Harbor Bridge Hampton Turnpike. You can give us a call for takeout at 631-725-1045. This is a holiday Feliz Navidad from all of your friends at Estia's Little Kitchen. Come on down and celebrate the holidays with us. I'm Luanne Deliceps. The Countess says you are listening to Royalty with Jessica and Bill on Lunch on the Deck on 92.1 WLNG.
WLNG, you've got lunch on the deck with Bill and Jessica, with Laura Branigan. I mean, where is Laura Branigan? Well, you know, she passed away. Okay, that's where she She is. had brain cancer. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Don't you remember we talked about this on the boat when we did the show? Remember the young lady that we had on the show with us that had the dance mix music that we played yes. on the show? yes. And yes. we talked about it. I'm really yes. sorry. She, she did a remake of one of Lara's songs. Oh, my yeah. God. She's, uh, her voice is so incredible. She's got a new album out. What, no, she, Laura Branigan. Oh, well, well, yes. Well, yes, absolutely. No, exactly. She does. And uh, the young lady that we had on oh the God. show. I'm so sorry. Do you know who is 74 years old today? Who? 
Ozzy Osbourne. Is he really? Sharon. Sharon. I'm the Prince of Darkness. <laughs> exactly. He's 74 years old today. Supposedly going to do a summer tour. Is he really? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that'll be fantastic. He's, he's making me feel a little better about having a birthday coming up. Today is Global <laughs> Fat Bike Day. Really? Yeah. Fat Bl- bikes. Global. You ever got? A, you ever been fat on a, people riding bikes? It's fat bikes. <laughs> fat bottom girls. No, it's a Fat Bike Day. Fat Bike Fat, fat Tire Day. Okay. All right. It's Earmuff Day, and it's Coats and Toys for Kids Day too. By oh, the way, that's a good one. And it is also I I could not take this stuff growing up. What? Green bean casserole day. Yeah, no, it's not for me. That's disgusting. Nope. I went and make a delicious <laughs> mashed peas and yeah. mint. That's delicious to me. Mash peas yeah. and mint uh, casserole? Uh, no, it's not a casserole. It's just a... Mash. It's a soup? No. <laughs> no, it's mash. a side. <laughs> what kind of peas do we use in this dish? Petite peas. Petite peas. Yeah. Now, yeah. I'm from the South, and we very we, sweet. we grew peas. I didn't know there was a petite pea. There's a petite pea. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, and you put a little mint in there and a little cream and a little uh, butter. That sounds pretty this. good. It is so yummy, and everyone laughs at me every year about I, making it. I can't think of this other but thing. But it's one of the more popular items on the table. Today is also, I, I can't think of anything more disgusting than this. Today is God. rhubarb vodka day. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> No, rhubarb pie. Oh, I love that. That works. Rhubarb Strawberry jelly. rhubarb pie. Oh, Ooh, come yeah. on. So we got a very interesting advent calendar. First of all, somebody, my dear friend Roxanne, uh-huh. gave my dog an advent calendar. Oh. And there's a new little treat every single day. That's awesome. Noah. And I got an advent calendar, Colin and I did, from Whittier. And it is, you know that jam, what's the strawberry jam company? You know that Smuckers? Little, no, no, no. We're going to go with a little more of the white label. Oh, Black uh, writing. Yeah, <laughs> you got it. It's right there. It's, Welsh's? No. Uh, uh, white uh, black writing. No, uh, it's... Craft. Okay, no. Uh, I'm going to get the name. But anyway, it's the fancy jelly. Okay. Very fancy. Oh. And every day, you get a little teeny mini one in the advent oh, window. Man. And the other day, this brings it back to why I even brought this stupid subject up. Right. Is we got strawberry rhubarb jam. Nice. Oh, I mean, yeah. That see, hit it out of the park. See... I can't have one of those advent calendar things. Because you open them all Because I would be, for day one, it's over. <laughs> you'd, be like, you'd be like... I just had advent every day it? in one day. Exactly. <laughs> Christmas is here already. Oh, my. <laughs> Hi, this is Gary Sapien, along with Bill Evans, inviting you to join us Monday for Gary and Bill in the morning. Gary and I hope you're having a great weekend. We're decorating Broadcast House for the holiday season. WLNG is your concert connection with details how you can win tickets to see Mariah Carey's Christmas show. Billy Joel at Madison Square Garden, Andrea Bocelli at the UBS Arena, and David Foster and Catherine McPhee at the Guard Arts Center. These lights are a tangled mess. Monday, you can win gifts from Theo at the Party Shop, Bob Grisnick at South Thrifty Drug, Canine Control, and from Brenda Sinclair at Quag Sinclair Fuel. Plus all the local news, sports, weather, local traffic with Joe Nolan, and the East End's best music. Oh, here's one more string? Wow, this one looks pretty worn out. Maybe we shouldn't use that one. Oh, I think it'll be fine. Uh Uh-oh. Are we still on the air? It's Gary and Bill getting your morning going. 
been looking for a full-service restaurant on the east end of Long Island that's accessible and has lots of parking? Give Estia's Little Kitchen a try. We're just outside Sag Harbor on the Turnpike, and we are open every day but Tuesday from 9 a.m. to 3, serving breakfast and lunch. Think blueberry pancakes and hot burritos, huevos rancheros and breakfast bowls. We've got a great Cobb salad. The Valencia salad with shrimp is a big hitter. And then for dinner, chiapino, paella, taco. Margaritas. We've got Mexican beer. We've got local wine. That's Estia's Little Kitchen on the Sag Harbor Turnpike just outside of Sag Harbor. Give us a call for takeout at 631-725-1045. Hey, everyone. This is Joshua Radin, and you're listening to On the Deck with Jessica and Bill. And I can't wait to come and play some of these songs live for you in East Hampton. Jessica and Bill with Lunch on the Deck.
Yeah, you should hear how she talks about you. Oh, I know. It's not good. She loves me. It's not good. <laughs> You're listening to Lunch on the Deck with Bill and Jessica, and it is that time again that we say bye-bye. Yeah. It was so good to see you again because I missed you. So fun, and then we're not week. in the studio next weekend. Next week, we are at Riverhead Buick GMC. It's Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure next yeah, week. Yeah, and I'm going to be in Nashville. Are you really? Nashville, Tennessee, going down to see. You oh. know, we have a good thing to celebrate next weekend. Yeah? Mansell is done with her masters. Mansell is done with her masters. <laughs> exactly, it does. It's, what did she get her masters in? You know what? That's so mean. It's like, hey, Pierre, Mansell, if oh, you're you mean it's mean that I'm asking? You don't have no, the exact she's at arms around it? In the Peabody School, and it's behavioral. Hmm, science? It's. She Studies. wants to work with autistic children. Okay, that's great. She's getting, yeah. So, but I don't know the proper name of the degree she's getting. Okay. You my, know what I mean? Okay, I got you. I, my daughter, Maggie, does the same thing. You know what? Have we ever put them in touch? We should. Because Maggie really does the should. same thing. And uh, and where is she? She's in she's in Dallas. Okay. So we got to get them to talk. Yeah. She went, she did the same master's thing at um, uh, Southern Methodist University, SMU. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to get them to talk because they yeah. do the same thing. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I'm doing. I'm uh, going there well, to celebrate her and to hang out with her fiance and their whole family and maybe. Congratulations. Yeah, maybe. She's going to work there. She's going to she gonna help kids there. Yeah. yeah. She's going to stay where there. They, live. they want to live there. Yeah. Oh, that's a great town. That's where he's from. That is a great town. We're going to yeah. go there and do the show from there. Yeah, we're going to do that, right? We have to figure out, figure out when we're going to do John Prime. <laughs> oh, John. John Prime Week. <laughs> Exactly. I don't know why. I, I, I can't. I can't. I just can't. No, no, don't. No. No. John Prine is awesome. He No, he's so good. Yes. I just mixed it. You, you, but, but Lee, that is Lee's okay. hero. It's, Lee Scolan's hero. I know. Hero. So Lee's coming with us. Yes, he is. All right. This is going to be fun. That's WLNG be a, road trip. That's going to be a fun trip. We'll have to look I that up. I love it. So, you guys, yeah. thanks for letting us tag along. We had a blast. Mandy is up next. Mandy's up oh, next. And by and the way, thanks to our guest today, yes. Christopher Cuomo. Thank you. Thank yes. you very much. I believe Cuomo, when we're back, real. we are going to have... Um, Sybil. Sybil's going to be with us yeah. from Loaves and Fishes. Yeah. This is going to be good. Yeah. We've got no. a lot of good shows. Yeah. All stacked up in December. Yes. All right. We'll be back. Have a great weekend. We keep continuing. We've got rain right now. We've got 58 degrees. The winds are gusting at 36 miles an hour. But we are live and local, and we keep you entertained and up to date with information all afternoon long. Yeah. You can't get rid of us. No, no, as no. As much, no. as hard as you might try. That's the way it be since 1963. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Sitting next to me Making love to his tonic and gin